This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to a very special AEW Revolution Predictions panel episode. Revolution. Nice. Of the BCP. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this all elite stellar panel. So proud to welcome back in. He is a moment of Chris. Hashtag the leader of the Nez movement. Please welcome back your hashtag wrestling fashion winner. For the week, the goodest brother, the best smelling human planet, uh, smelling human on the planet, Mr. Chris Nunez. What's up, brother? Nice shirt, What's going man? on, man? Best friends. Best friends. That's it. Very apropos for this podcast. Best friends. We don't talk in real life. But anyway, dude, thanks <laughs> nice. for coming on. It's good to have you back. Uh, we miss good your to face. Be back. Uh, guys, welcome back. in the chat. Share the stream. Let us know who you got for AEW Revolution. We are excited for this one. I know there's a lot of rants coming. And speaking of which, please welcome back to the show. You know her as the prodigy princess of professional wrestling. Maria Canellis' personal protege. This is a mouthful. You know her from Damage 365 Promotions, Rack Attack Promotions, the BCP, the PopRake.com, Kimmy Talks Wrestling. The list goes on and on. Miss Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. So cool. Kimmy, welcome in. How are you? I'm good. That is me. Hi. As you see, there's a lot of things around me. I still don't have a winner. That video I made was amazing. I must say so myself. I made it on my break. <laughs> but I really don't know who to pick. And I might get beat up for who I pick. So this could be really scary. That's the story of the night. And thank you, Kimmy, for doing that. That was a great video. Yeah, Obviously, this thank is a you so personal much. Personal choice. You have you know personal relationship with Thunder, who's amazing. Uh Brit as well. So I'm excited to talk about that match. And the thing I love about AEW is a lot of these matches could go either way man so i'm super excited to talk about that but guys we talk about big debuts in wrestling or big returns i should say please welcome back to the bcp you know him as hashtag lay editor chief of the pot break.com you know him as hashtag dad bodkin please welcome back into the show our good friend mr bill bodkin bill welcome man how are you brother Whoa, whoa, it's revolution, yeah. it's revolution, there it I is. like to announce that I, about ROH. Oh, dude, welcome <laughs> back, I, I, man. <laughs> we missed, we missed your face, man, yeah, you look handsome you, as man. ever. We missed you, we, we missed the Guinness. I'm going to have to get that later. Chris Nunez is back, it's great to be back with you, the first ballot for the Hall of Fame of Handsome. Kimmy, of course. I mean, it's been four seconds since I've talked to you. Hey, Rob. Guys. Rob. Down with the Guinness. So many jokes. <laughs> I could be real vicious if I wanted there to be. It's so it's right out leave the it alone. Old Thirst Trap Jones. So let's uh, let's get into this. Let's do it, man. Glad to have you back, Bill. Uh, Bob, I mean, uh, you're, you're regretting all of it um, right now. I'm, I'm I, I don't. It. Not one iota. <laughs> not one iota. We're having a good time. Zubin, welcome in. Bubba John saying... Revolution is it's a, a mystery. mystery. I yeah. like it. John Perry saying DMD, Britt Baker. Guys, please tune in, share, comment, like, subscribe, all that good shameless promo stuff. Uh, let's get into it. So much to talk about. We said this earlier. Um, this pay-per-view, man, it looks stellar. I think we're going to be hosting over here at the BCP yes. compound, get some yes. good food. But this card, man, like 
uh, I don't even know where to start. And a lot of these matches, like we always say on these prediction panels, we are trained to think a certain way. Um, and with AEW, it is hard to pick the winner on a lot of these. We saw Kimmy's uh, promo video earlier. Um, so let's get right into it. Where should we start? Oh, should, should we start oh, with the pre-show? Because I, I, I no, just saw that there's no. pre-show. Gentlemen, gentlemen, yes, please. gentlemen. Barry in the lead. Lay editor-in-chief. Oh, no. As a man of honor. <laughs> we nice. got to talk nice. about, baby, we got to talk about the big announcement. You got to get the business out of the way. No, it's no a, Shane involved. It, it's not listen, Shane. It's a reverse mullet. We're business in the front and we're going to be a party in the back. I like so, it. I like there you go. go. Or maybe that actually is a mullet. Is it business in the front party in the back? Who knows? But li- listen, <laughs> I'm not Mike Awesome, although I wish I was. Uh, let's go for it. Yeah. Ring of Honor. Rob, would you like me to take over for this segment? Yeah, go ahead, man. You got it. I'm going to do tech while you do that. Listen, so, of course, uh, you know, the it's been rumored for a few weeks uh, about this big announcement that Tony Khan had, uh, you know, rumors of maybe he purchased ROH, maybe he's going, maybe AEW got renewed by Warner Media for more years, more money, maybe he's going to HBO Max, who knows? We found out eight o'clock yesterday that the little promotion that I remember seeing in a small, sweaty recreation center in South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where I saw the first ever champion crowned for this company, has been purchased by AEW Ring of Honor, or I should say Tony Khan. Tony Khan, now the owner of Ring of Honor. Um, Nobody knows what's going to happen. So it's time to irresponsibly (laughs) speculate. Yeah. On this and also talk about guys and gals, how we feel about this, because there's gals in the chat, I'm sure. Um, so let's <laughs> talk about it. Um, Chris Nunez, we haven't it's been a minute. We haven't talked. How are you? How's the fam? I'm, I'm doing I'm doing handsome good. Fam's ever, OK. Smelling good. He's handsome. Handsome. Shit as job's ever. another story, but brother, the shoot job is a shit job. Let's let's be real about it. So your thoughts on. Tony Khan making this audacious move. Hey, your thoughts of the future of Ring of Honor and how this could affect the professional wrestling industry. Tony Khan did say he thinks this is going to be great for wrestling fans and wrestlers themselves. So so me personally, I don't it, it all depends on what he does with the Ring of Honor. Does he keep it as is and have it operate as a separate entity? Or was it like when WWF purchased WCW and tried to make it like a segment on Raw or on SmackDown. I'm not sure. Uh, like, does that come with all the contracts that were Ring of Honor? Or as far as so, I know, they're all free agents contract, at that point. They're right? all free agents at this okay. point. Yes, as of March 1st. Yeah, I believe all contracts are done. So let me complicate this question to you, my friend. What do you want to see it be? I, I kind of want to see them do it separately. Almost, it almost like WWE with NXT, where they don't really acknowledge NXT, even though we know NXT is there. Kind of use that as like a, I guess like its own separate show, not like a separate brand, but like its own separate show. That's kind of how I'd want to see it. The only thing is, um, championships. You know, like I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really too sure how they approach that. Well, um, we Jonathan Gresham is still the Ring of Honor champion. He was backstage at the Bridgeport, Connecticut show. Mm-hmm. Um, the Briscoe brothers were at some shows uh, not long ago, although there is some more story to that. Red Titus 
a BCP and, and pop break, the pop break.com interview. Um, he he introduced himself to Tony Khan via Twitter, and we've just talked about trios. Tony Khan talked about trios titles, so we never know with those championships. Kimmy, um, you have a very close personal relationship. With yeah. This is where she says we. I'm waiting for the we. Go ahead. Well, listen, anytime Kimmy refers to Ring of Honor as we, and anytime you say, I'm going to copy and paste that. Yeah, that's fair. Gentlemen, <laughs> let's party. So, Kimmy... Uh, you have a lot of thoughts on this, and for good reason. You you have very in, intently followed Ring of Honor for over the past year. Of course, Kimmy has written about the Women of Honor, the Women's Championship Tournament, extensively on the PopBreak.com. Uh, your thoughts on Tony Khan purchasing this, and what would you and what would you like to see it become? That's a lot of words and questions that I was not prepared for today. Oh, so I mean, that... we've already talked about this. So, oh, I, I know, I know what we've talked about. So we're going to move Brent Dunder to the side for a bit. I'm so excited. So I knew before it was announced on Wednesday. So my brain was spinning. I was like, what's going to happen? Who's going where? Where's my free agents? Where's Maria going? Did Maria really sign with Impact? Or is she getting paid her appearance? Is she going to go lead the women's division? That was my first concern as always. But I'm thrilled. I'm excited that Ring of Honor is now a company again. And their debut is going to be in Dallas, April 1st. Huge main event. They've announced a lot of stuff for that show, too. Bandino Gresham. Because, you know, Bandino's te- well, Gresham's Bandito, technically yeah. the champion. But De- Bandino's technically the champion type thing. Isaiah Swerve is debuting at that show. Versus Alex Zane. Denise is going to be the host. So, like, there's a lot to this show. But what I I really wanted to be developmental, but I want per I want a couple AEW stars to move over. I know you and I talked about a AEW alum possibly booking Ring of Honor, and the first person that came to my mind was Christopher Daniels. And then Bill was like, "Here's 15 names that it could be," and I was like, "You know, Bill, I just wanted the one, but those 15 were excellent match with him and Brian Danielson, by the way. Yeah, that that was a really cool tribute and really cool opener." Haven't seen uh, Christopher Daniels in a while. And so he's cool still wrestling with that bad eye, too. Yeah, yeah. That's legit. Uh, that is not a contact lens. No. Uh, so, Can you tell Kyle that? Because Kyle was asking Insider Kimmy, and Insider Kimmy didn't know. Uh, Christopher Daniels has legitimately said in every interview, no, this is real. So Okay. <laughs> look at any interview with Christopher That's Daniels. That's what I was doing, and he was like, no, well, no, no, I've heard Kyle, uh, not you. Um, <laughs> Rob... I don't know if you have a close, personal, intimate relationship with Ring of Honor. Uh, so, what is your? I just like I just like putting that voice on every once in a while, and that's an inside joke to anyone. No people on this podcast. Um, your thoughts on AEW purchasing Ring of Honor, and what would you like to see it become? I think it's very cool, man. Um, you know, again, I try to look at it from a, a viewpoint of like people that we've talked to. You know, I try. I'm always an outsider looking in, uh, so I try to get their perspective. When we talked to Vita, uh, which is a great interview, man, you could tell, man, like it, that's it, Vita Von Star yeah. of Be Righteous for anyone. Yeah, yeah, uh, it stung a little bit, you know. And yeah. at my first thought when Tony said that was like, oh, like I hope they sign Vita, and I hope this works out for her. And then uh, Shane Taylor. 
uh, who's been doing a lot uh, right now. We see with some of our friends on the indies, like uh, former guest of the popbreak.com. I had a great interview with him. He, what a great interview that was. Uh, shameless promo. Check that out. Um, but I think about a lot of those guys and gals that, you know, are, are put in a rough position. And at the end of the day, the the terms and, and things are still coming out. We know about the library. He put out a big statement, I think, this morning or late last night about what's going on. So I'm just excited to see the hashtag, my favorite word in the world, opportunity, man. And I hope to see a lot of these guys and gals get that opportunity. And it doesn't have to be exactly the way it was. But, you know, we all want that Briscoe's FTR. Um, we want to see what happens. And for me, just a lot of people that we've talked to or gotten to know on the indies that are now a big part or were a big part of ROH, uh, I would love to see them fully employed and, and get to live out their dreams on a possibly bigger platform than ROH already was. So as someone who did have that close, intimate relationship with Ring of Honor, I have to say I've been watching Ring of Honor since 2002. Uh, I was there, like I said, in the rec center, where which was very small and very warm, <laughs> Terror, like terrible area to park. I've been there to see him at the Rexplex and the Inman Sports Complex and the Hammerstein Ballroom. And it's been wonderful to watch them. They came out of the necessity of ECW was closed and we needed a, we needed an alternative to WWE. Mm. And for all of us who love just the Lucha Libre and all the stuff that we saw in WCW and ECW and all the, the hard hitting action, that's where ring of honor really took over. And to see this company, which has, has almost got, you know, it always seems to be the Phoenix rising from the ashes the first owner, there was massive, for people who don't know, the first owner was RF Video and there was massive controversy, was passed on to someone else. The person who took over, Doug Gentry, tragically passed away at a young age. Carrie Silken saves the company by buying it. Carrie Silken can't afford it after a number of years. Then Sinclair comes in and saves it. Sinclair doesn't, can't keep it. Tony Khan. So for, so it's pretty cool to see it's going to continue growing. And right now, Ring of Honor is more buzzed about and hotter than it has been since the Madison Square Garden show. And I was at the Madison Square Garden show and I knew that they were in trouble because I was at the press conference and there when asked, it was post elite pre AEW that it's like, well, what's your plans for the future? And the answer was, we're just thinking about Pittsburgh, which was the next week. And I'm like, Oh, that is a problem. And if you watch that show, that is a show of everyone was super into new Japan stuff. No one was into the Ring of Honor stuff, which is sad. And I think with a new creative mind behind it, you could do what companies have tried to do forever. This has been going on in wrestling forever. US uh, Continental bought world class in the late 80s, early 90s. I was seven years old when that happened. That was my daughter's age when that happened. And to watch those two companies work together, world class didn't work out. Jim Ross talks about when Mid-South slash UWF was bought by Jim Crockett which would become WCW and how ego took over and didn't allow for two promotions at the same time. We also, well, not all of us, but a lot of us saw the invasion and when WWF bought WCW and ECW and just how those both suffered a terrible death at the hands of WWE and Jim Ross saying Vince McMahon told him, I don't want to do this. I don't want to make this mistake. Tony Khan is a student of history. If we've learned of wrestling history, if we've learned anything, he, Loved Ring of Honor. He is a nerd, like the four people on this podcast and every person that will comment on this podcast. So he loved Ring of Honor. I don't think he has any vendetta against Ring of Honor. And the great thing about Ring of Honor is it's a clean slate. You can make it whatever you want. 
He could go to Warner Media and say, hey, True TV literally is just Impractical Jokers reruns. I got another pr- product we could put on there. Why not put Ring of Honor there? You could sign the stuff. And what I would love to see is you could have Samoa Joe, William Regal, Cody Rhodes ain't signed to WWE, apparently. Allison Dangers, a.k.a. Kathy Carino, who was just released by WWE. Uh, and a load of other people go over there. Jonathan Gresham, Brian Danielson, you name it, could go book or run Ring of Honor, make it a viable company, and now Battle of the Belts becomes something way more interesting. You could have the aid, an AEW championship defended in Ring of Honor. You could have the Ring of Honor world title defended on Dynamite. Two wrestling companies makes that more valuable. Also, more employment, more more crews, or even if it's just AEW's group, they could get more money for that. There's a lot of potential here for people to have employment opportunities. And Tony Khan is smart. He can now go to streaming services and say, I have a thousand hours worth, let's just say, thousand hours worth of AEW content. I now have 20,000 hours worth of content from Ring of Honor. Content. What are you going to give me? It's a smart business move all around. They just got to put the right people in place. And I think they are going to do it because Tony Khan does have a reverence for wrestling. You don't bring David, David Crockett into onto rampage to present the TNT title in the yeah, Carolinas yeah. when 95% of your audience is like, who's that? Yeah. It pays homage and respect. And then, Hey, maybe an AEW ring of honor, new Japan impact, triple a super show in a stadium. I think a wise man once said the real winners, the fans. That's it. I mean, I think that was, that was, that was you. Yeah, probably very well said. Speaking about some great talent in the right place. I think we might have a run in here coming in on the BCP. It's happening. He's here. Mr. Perfect himself from the closet champion podcast. Mr. Mike Mueller. Mueller. You know, I got to be fashionably late. The Barry Wyndham of the Horsemen, the fifth man. Here we go. What's up, bro? I've been, been compared to yeah, worse. I'll tell you that right now. Come on. The kid's, the kid's hot in Tampa. Let's go. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Bill. Cheers, man. Thanks for coming on, man. I know everyone's running around getting home from work. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Let us know who you got in the chat. Uh, we have Lance. Welcome in. Someone named Kimmy So Cool in the chat. Don't know who that is. Lance Storm uh, is in the chat. Mike <laughs> Delancey. Bubba, thank you guys for Sounds watching. Sounds like a scrub to me. Please, please oh, share the stream. Nooner, you're on the clock, man. I want you to pick where you want to. St- Maybe don't go right to the main course, but let's give me. Do, uh, let's do the. Uh, it's up to you because you're on the clock, man. You don't well, want to wait, do the pre-show. Mike, the way first. All right, he wants. He picks pre-show. Okay. Wait, well, hold Rob. on. Mike didn't really give his thoughts on Ring of Honor. Okay. Well, no, I don't want to. I just want to make sure I didn't miss. Otherwise, we're gonna go. I just want to make sure I didn't miss any um any predictions. I'm I'm happy for the Ring of Honor news. I think this is good. I think it opens up a lot of doors, a lot of possibilities. I'm. I heard kind of the last five minutes or so of what you guys are talking about. I don't really have much more to say about that. I'm just really happy that they have an Avenue and they have a door. Um, The only thing that I will say is, and this was my first thought when I first saw Tony Khan come out in front of an audience, when I saw AEW in Chicago is Tony Khan's not the best person to be on front of a TV. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, so starkly contrasted to him on media calls, he is like smooth as silk and your best buddy. When he gets on TV, he's like, hey, 
Right, right. That's and Bill, as soon as you get me on those media calls, I can make that comparison. Well, but, we got a pay per view <laughs> in May, and let's let's we'll chat. Here we go. Keep we'll chat until then. There's but no, so I'm, much fun. I'm very happy about it. I was very worried about Ring of Honor. I thought this was going to be one of those. Oh, we're taking a break, and then that break is kind of never ending and then yeah. all of a sudden they just fade into the background oh. what's up stella how you doing that's, so- that's sophie that's not stella. sophie i'm so sorry it's i've stella got, is I, my mom's middle name so it's all good no and i have i have friends who just had a a beautiful uh baby girl named stella so i apologize i mixed them up but that's sophie and she's awesome uh, no, I'm very happy about it. I think it's cool. I don't want to spend any more time. You guys have already said everything that I want to say anyway. So. Yes, ROH equals good. All right, guys. So let's keep it moving here. Um, you want to start with the pre-show? QT I mean, Marshall. They're, they're pretty. They're pretty quick. Answers. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh no, hook. not for Mike. One of them's gonna be an epic poem. Oh okay. I got Why, yeah, why does Mike look hook, so? Yeah, hook versus QT Marshall. Come on, Hook. As Brandon Walker of uh, Rasslin said, my new favorite show, man. Refer to him as our Lord and Savior Hook. Yes. Check out Rasslin. That's the best. I listen all to it caps. every day. It's so good. He's at Invictus all the time, guys. So support local wrestling. Go say hi to Brandon Walker, too. So, yes. wait, you think Hook's going to win? What are we doing here, guys? Think, we're, we're 25 minutes here. <laughs> we're 25 minutes in here, guys. Hey, I gave you yeah, the Hook's going to win. ROH good. Uh, oh. Anyone else got hook? Whoa! Whoa. What Hold kind on. of prediction panel is this? We're speeding through. You have to get everyone's opinion. That's how these There's things no work. Oh, all right, let's. All right, we'll slow things down. Kimmy, QT Marshall is taking on Hook in the pre-show yes. kickoff contest. Who do you have? Winning well, that match? I have Hook, but you are aware there's two pre-show matches, right? Yeah, yeah. That will be next. Yes. Just making sure you know you have in, some problems with pre-show matches. <laughs> yeah. No, you know you have. Problems with pre-show matches where you forget them. Sometimes uh, Bill Marshall. and I have to take over. Marshall. <laughs> but Bubba Johnson Marshall. Marshall. It's Marshall. Marshall. But, My um, Marshall. But there's more to this. First of all, Hook's first pay-per-view. Let's get excited. That's okay. true. Yes. Okay, Kimmy, That's all right. You, no, you're talking facts. Okay, I respect it. I know. I always talk facts. I okay. back myself up. Number two, QT Marshall is just put on this pay-per-view for pointless reasons yet again, just like All Out. But Hook's going to win. Hooray. <laughs> Yeah, Mueller. Duty Marshall is Mueller. the guy. Look, want to see his ass get kicked? He yes. has a punchable face. I'm that's that's the guy. I'm not saying for you. I'm just saying for people who are like, why is the guy with the bad plugs on? It's he's the guy. I mean, <laughs> that's also legit. I think he does that to piss people off. I um, agree. Yeah, I think he's it's a like, work. Oh, I totally think it is, and it's brilliant. And he just comes out like Tony Soprano, and everyone's gonna be like, God, you suck. You're the worst. And they've been building this Hook thing up. Guys, Hook is the truth. He is going to be, maybe not by the end of this year, but 2023, it's it, it's the year of the Hook. He's going to be, he's huge. And he's not just a meme. He's not just a gimmick. He's not just a fad. This dude can go and he owns every aspect of his character. He's amazing. We have, and this is like, I don't make to I don't mean to make this direct comparison because it's it's so on the nose, but we haven't seen a character like Hook since Taz. And I mean that in the okay. sense I mean that in the sense of a character who just owns who he is. He doesn't pander, he doesn't do anything that's not outside of 
what he is as a person. And I don't know Hook. I've never met Hook. But I have a firm he's, belief. He's going to try and change that. That's uh, please do. Oh, my God. Bill. <laughs> please do. But it's I believe it's one of those things where it's like Taz always got flack for he wasn't willing to sell himself as anything other than what he really was. Mm. And so he wasn't willing to do jobs and he wasn't willing to do things. And that gave him a lot of heat in the back and it maybe stunted his potential long term. But I feel like what we see is what we get with Hook. And I think it's brilliant. I completely agree with Bill. It's not only because I have a gigantic crush on Hook, but it's he I mean, who is doesn't? who doesn't like Jimmy, you, that hair. You have come on to. now, Jimmy doesn't. You have to like he's You're just not funny. He's Jimmy, so Jimmy, lovable. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to be real. I'm, I'm trying to be you. as real as Hook. Talking about me, not you. But he's no Hook. It, it's just there is such a genuine. Um, realness about him and he, yeah. he's kind of that like punk uh, you know anti-authority kind of figure he doesn't talk I still don't know if he has teeth I'm not sure his hair doesn't move teeth. his hair doesn't move I'm sure his, he has teeth and I'm sure they're perfect I'm sure just oh, like are. everything else about Hook I'm sure they're perfect but no this is Hook all the way and QT Marshall Slam him all you want, but the dude knows what he's there to do, and he does it really, really well. And that is an invaluable person to have in your company because not everyone is willing to do the job over and over and over again like QT Marshall is. So (laughs) that's something that should not be ignored, and I'm sure Hook is going to go over. I'm sure QT Marshall is going to look like Barry Horowitz and all this, but at the end of the day... Everyone pat on the back. Nunes. He'll be in WrestlePro in Jersey uh, next month. Sorry. Who, Hook will? No, Barry Hart. I mean, <laughs> oh, if, Hook was, if Hook was going to be in Rawway. I was about to get on Expedia. That would have been sold out already. No, Barry I was about to get on Expedia. Nothing against Barry, but holy shit. Barry Hart was Here we go. Yeah, this is Hook all the way, but I agree 100% with Bill. If we're not looking at this year, and I really, really want to see Hook versus Sammy, whether there's a belt on the line or not. Thank you. Whether there's a belt on the line or not, Hook versus Sammy is money. And Hook we're getting that title. we're getting that before the calendar year ends. That's my guarantee for tonight. And Hook and for the ROH title. Or for the and and now that ROH has brought in all of that, he can move over. He can be the face of that company. He can be an upper mid carter in AEW. He can do whatever he wants to do. There's unlimited potential with this guy. And yeah, that's we love Hook, dude. We that is Hook. why you're here. Very well Stand said. Hook. Very Stand well said. Uh, Bill, have anything to add on that? Well, I mean, yeah, he's the greatest. I mean, Hook's <laughs> Hook's Hook's amazing. So I think like, and this is the perfect Tony Khan, it, it, it it's retraining the brain. The buy-in is not a WWE pre-show where it's just like, here's a match. It's we're getting you in the vibe. We're getting you in the room. It's like a good. It's like a good tour that has a really good opening act. This isn't just someone selling tickets. This isn't just someone who's just there because the label said so. It's getting the vibe set. And Hook is gonna when he comes out. Place is going to be, they're going to light up when they hear the organ for the Action Bronson song come on, and they'll be ready to go to church. It's going to be, that's what they want. And that's what Tony Khan and AEW do really well with these buy ins. 
Like, remember the double or nothing before the live crowd? It was Sheeta and Serena Deep tore it down, set the tone for the night. It's a nice placeholder. They're hooking it's us in. Early, so to speak. Wait, what it's was that? Early free for all. Early, yeah. early WWF free for all. Nice. When they would nice. have the Rock versus the Sultan, yeah. when they would have like the Panigamas versus the Smoking Guns, they would have a match that would actually sell tickets and move bodies, and you would watch it for free on the TV Guide channel, yes. and then yes. you would buy that ticket. <laughs> I convinced yes. Rock versus Sultan convinced my dad to buy a WWF pay per view. That's amazing! Wow, for me. Because we watched it, and I agree with you. It's not a blow-off. It's not something we have nowhere else to put it, so let's just throw it on the pre-show. It's let's give people something that will get them excited enough to where if they haven't bought the pay-per-view, they're going to do it in the 11th hour. And And this is exactly what it should be. If you haven't bought this pay-per-view, I don't know what's going to sell you. But but there's some people who will. There's some people who oh, will, and Hook's going to sell it. Hook, Hook, will, Hook sell it. will sell it. <laughs> One of the few times Hook will sell. All right, guys, we move on. Let's go on to the next match. Let's talk about late. Wait, did you, do you have anything you wanted to add about Hook real quick? No, he's going to win. Yeah, there you go. All right, my smart man, my guy. Um, but this match, you know, I am glad you brought it up, Goodest Brother, because two former guests of the show, Shameless Promo, uh, Layla Hirsch taking on Chris Statlander. This is going to be a good Oh, I'm getting booped. Thank you. This is going to be a good one. It's all about the boop. Um, yeah, dude, I'm stoked for this one. In that promo, we saw that maybe we see a different side of stat coming out. Very serious. I'm not really sure where they're going with that. But this should be a really, really good match. I'm excited for this one. I have no idea. I am not ready to pick someone here. Uh, Nunes, help me out here, brother. Uh, In addition to the hook match, I think both of these should be on the actual pay-per-view. But it's such a stacked card. Like, you can't add every single match. It's very stacked. Um, We're going to see a different side of Statlander, as she said in the promo. But I think Layla Hirsch gets the win here. Hirsch so good. Yeah, Hirsch so good. That's it. Kimmy, your thoughts on this one? Oh, don't make me sing it up. I was Please. I, I, I will. I will. So I have a theory that okay. probably is not going to happen. So, Bill, did you read the AEW prediction thing I sent you last night or early this morning? Please tell me no. No. Thank God. Okay. I did. I've been. Because <laughs> I didn't want you to read it. And then you were like, oh, I know exactly where Kimmy's going with this. Oh, so, I've been very busy. <laughs> That's a good thing. I didn't want you to see it anyway. So here's my theory. My wonderful theory. Marina Shafir, this is how she's going to debut in the company. I don't. I like it. I like it. Because Chris Dad's going to win somehow, like some cheap win or whatever. And then Layla's going to get mad. And then Marina's going to come out and it's going to be a two-on-one attack on Chris. But the problem will be debuting. The problem will also be at Warriors of Wrestling this Saturday against Alec. uh, Against Alex Garcia and Russell. You know, well, I blame Russell. I always get that confused too. Yeah, that'd be right though. Sorry. Russell Khan messed it up. There was a typo. So, anyway, I'm going with Statlander and Marina is debuting. Hi, Dad. Hey, Mr. So Cool. What up? Hope you're doing well, sir. He looked at me, rolled his eyes, and walked right out of the room. <laughs> Most people do that when they listen to my show, so I'm used to it. Uh, Mar- so, you're saying Marina comes in and Links up with Layla. Yeah, joins forces with Layla. Inter- okay, and that's a I very like, wrestling answer. That's, that's what we're used to. It's very I, I, factionism. It's on. Okay. It's on point. I believe that Mueller, the voice of reason here on the BCP, the Mister Perfect of the BCP, 
I'm wait, trusting you. Is it, wait, is it Mueller or Mueller? I need. To it's Mueller. Mueller. It's, I'm, Mueller. I'm not the third Mueller. baseman for the Mets. Nice. I'm Mueller. Nice. I'm not Mueller. Okay. Uh, I just had to know. If there's an E or an Umlau, it's Mueller. If there's none of the above, it's Mueller. I'm Mueller, and I'm saying this is strictly like. This is strictly heart, and I don't like to pick with my heart ever. I'm I'm a head over heart guy. I, I've embraced but, it. Yeah, but you're the rebel heart. Come on, that's try, right. try. Don't compare me to Johnny. I'm no, not down that. Chris level. is comparing to Johnny. That's you, Chris you can be compared heart. to Johnny. I, I could, I could yeah, By the way, Chris, where is that pink tie? Why Why am I not seeing yes. that pink tie? That's literally uh, why I, 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 I can't. I can't. I can't have it out all the time. Only some fair, fair. It needs to be a special occasion. But speaking yeah. of special, I just think Chris Statlander is a special type of competitor. Yeah, she is. I think, and I, I mean, it's a pre-show, so I don't know how much like extra shenanigans we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. But Layla Hirsch has not endeared herself to the majority of the AEW roster. She's got a lot of enemies right now. She is kind of a woman on her own. She's an island of her own. She's turned her back on most of her allies. And if ever there was a time for a little bit of chicanery or a little bit of comeuppance on Layla Hirsch, like Layla Hirsch deserves to be taken down a peg, whether it's now, whether it's later, I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to go against Chris Statlander. I don't know if best friends are going to get involved. I don't know if anybody else is going to get involved. There you go. God, I love that shirt. I know. I love that shirt so much. How could you not? But I'm going to pick Chris just because that's where my heart is. And if I'm going to be wrong in this scenario, this really is 50-50 to me. I I think there's equal benefit to both of these amazing women winning in this match. But I'm going to pick Chris only because that's what my heart wants. And that's all that it is. There you go. This is tough. Bill, help me out. It's tough. Oh, it's I'm gonna make it harder because here's the problem. Chris Statland Chris Statlander, they let her become a heel. She literally said, I understand why your parents put you in an orphanage. Yeah, what was you that? don't say yeah, that? Well, yeah, when she said that, I was like, Whoa, this just got real. And they okay. kind of let that lie and then they doubled down on it. And Layla Hirsch is like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you for saying that. Yeah, which is the correct response. So to me. The big question here is if rumor and innuendo is true and you're bringing in all these, there's potential to bring in a lot more new talent. Is this the beginning of Chris Statlander turning heel, which would be great? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm listening. I'm listening. And so you now have a stronger heel contingent that isn't just Britt Baker and everybody else. You have someone. Well, you can't touch Jade right now. Jade is on an island, in my opinion. Okay. So if you want someone who's going to be able to feud and do a give and take with, say, a Tony Storm, an Athena Palmer, a Tegan Knox, whomever comes in, Chris Statlander is the perfect person for this. And to have yeah. her be able to be a heel, to show her heel side, I think gives her more than just being the girl in Best Friends. And I understand, like, for this... But are, you flipping, are you flipping Layla then I to think Layla is going to get cheered. Because a lot of people are like, yo, Statlander crossed the line. You look at Twitter. Like, I think she's going to get cheered for this match. But I think even if she turns, I think giving a shade of gray to Statlander, making her aggressive, That's making fair. her be able to 
turn into this, go into lean into a dark side when needs be. As we see, AEW has been able to do with a lot of characters, but they've been able to, depending on who someone is fighting, they can flip flop between, and it's never, it doesn't feel weird. That's natural. I'd like to see that for Chris Statlander, and that I do think Layla's going to win because Layla needs the win more than Chris Statlander because uh, yeah. you need to move her forward. She's always been stuck in first gear, and then we need to get her to the next level because they do believe in her. You have the Owen. You want to have her strong for that. You want to have more strong women going into this. Into this, Statlander is the gatekeeper. She's strong. She's over. Yeah. She's not going anywhere. So I think. Layla is going to go over and should go over. Go ahead, Mike. Michael. I was just going to say go to Kimmy next because I got to go to the bathroom and I don't want to miss anything important. I need to refresh so, the memory, okay. so. They're not going to come back, are they? I'm <laughs> no, I'm coming back. Where else am I going to go? To they work? do this every time. I also picked this match already, so why are you going to me? Uh, I don't know. The inmates uh, are running I this out. I can talk. Like, if you want me to talk, I'll talk. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll Guys, here's in. the new Look, here's the new bobblehead I got. Where's it available? AEW.com or? No, it's an exclusive. It's only 300 available. I got number 146. That's awesome. Good job, Kimmy. That's really cool. uh, So who's your your prediction? Yeah, so I'm going to go. Man, this is tough, but I like all the arguments you guys brought about. Um, I'm going to go with Layla after thinking about it. I don't necessarily think. First of all, we are going to, they are telegraphing this new Chris Statlander with this new attitude. We interviewed her, Nunez. Remember, she said she's not after championship. She's never been about that. She wants to bring joy to wrestling. Yeah. Uh, what I think she needs is a long term feud. Yeah, the title or anything like that. Does she need to go heel? I don't think so. I think we've seen her at many live events before she was at AEW. Super over with the crowd. Yeah. Um, the kids love her. There's, in my mind, there's no reason to turn her heel. I think you just get her, her more time, get her away from the best friends, like Bill said, but I don't think she needs to go heel here. I think she stays face and becomes one of the biggest faces in the company alone. This doesn't seem to be going in that direction. That being said, I do see Layla Hirsch getting the win here. That sets up Chris to go either direction, maybe to reflect, um, you know, he's a concentrate on her singles career, get away from the best friends. You could take it any direction. If she does go heel, that gives her that setup. So I'll go with uh, Layla Hirsch on that one. And you guys bring about some very good points. And like Mike said, this opens up some sort of chicanery interference, uh, factionism, as we often see in AEW after the fact. So I'll go with that. What needs to happen is here is AEW has done a great job with the men. Now let's give the women the shades of gray. Let's, let's make characters three dimensional. Yeah. Like she's an alien. Give her something more complicated. Why not? She needs a lot. Like I was saying, yeah, when name drop, but like when we talked to her, she said she wasn't about the titles. Like, and I think what she needs right now is a long term feud. Yeah. Um, and, and she needs layers to her character. Yeah. Cause like Bill said, she's an alien. She boops people. Great but like, wrestler, what, what, great, what else is there? Great, great character. look. Yeah. She's, she's amazing. We'll, we'll see what happens. Nooner. I know you're on the clock, man. Where should, where should we start here? Uh, let's go Jericho Kingston. I think that's a great place to start. Uh, these guys can talk. Uh, they're going to go to war in the excellent, ring. Excellent, excellent. It's going to be a Jericho's looking great. Ba- battle of the back elbows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jericho looks great. Jericho's looking, yeah, really, really good. Uh, let's throw it to Kimmy. Kimmy, your thoughts on this one. Oh, I was not thrilled when this got announced. I was kind of pissed off because I was not into. Don't look at me like that, Bill. 
mean, <laughs> I told you this. We okay, had this okay, conversation. So, so what what about it? Like I'm, why I'm gonna get there. Okay. Like let me go. You let everyone else go. Let me go. So I was on a and I was like, oh, this is going to be whatever, you know, two older guys wrestling each other. Cool. Then they started talking and cutting promos. And I was like, damn, this is actually pretty freaking good. But I think Kingston needs this. I know, right? I think Kingston needs this more than Jericho. And Jericho's just going to go on a long little spiral because all his friends are turning against him and all. Yes, Mike, we agree. Shocker. Um, All his friends are leaving him and he's going to be very upset. So Kingston's going to win. Noons. Uh, so well, also too with that we saw after the promo when Jericho was backstage, uh, Santana and Ortiz kind of gave him a fist bump, and they and he was like, "Are we good?" And they they didn't say anything. Oh, they didn't they? nod their heads. They kind of just walked away. So I'm not sure if they'll get involved in this match. Uh, to to piggyback what Kimmy said, uh, Kingston definitely does need this win more than Jericho. Jericho is just uh. If anybody in AEW is going to plateau to stardom, they need to go through Jericho. And I, I think this is going to be Kingston's big one of his career. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Here it is. Copy and paste. I think Kingston needs oh, to win what? here. What? I think what? Jericho puts him over for. <laughs> you got you. I think Jericho puts him over for a lot of reasons. Uh, and this is a good, solid match on the card. They're going to hit all their spots. Uh, Kingston's going to get the dub for a lot of reasons that like you mentioned, the LA well powerful. Uh, it makes all the sense in the world for Kingston to win here. I don't need to go on and on about it. Uh, Let's throw it to Mueller, man, because you, you're rocking the shades here, man. Like rocking the red, white, and blue. I don't know if you can see it, but that's Stars and Stripes. Uh, I'm go. going okay. I'm going Lex Luger 93 here. Nice. It's got to get the Mueller if Express going, going. Luke, you're going. Buff Bagwell of the Patriot. Let's go. Let's be honest. The, I mean, we could do that, too. God bless Good. the Patriot. Patriot underrated wrestler. And also, oh, Kimmy's got the shades, too. Yes. Um, first of all, props to Kimmy, because I just noticed free agent Simi, Kimmy so cool, and I love that title. Uh, no, look, Eddie Kingston has done a lot of jobs. Okay. Like mm -hmm. he's come in, he's made himself like I give me shit for this. I don't care. I didn't know who Eddie Kingston was before AEW existed. You I and many others, me and many others. And I know that, but I'm not an East coast person. I'm not an indie wrestling person. I'm not using that as an excuse, but I was not, aware of the brilliance of Eddie Kingston. And yeah. then all of a sudden he got dropped into my lap and I'm like, Oh my God, this guy's amazing. But he spent outside of his tag team with Moxley. He's pretty much done jobs and he's done enough jobs. He's got enough people over, but we're starting to ride that line where if we don't give this man a couple legitimate wins, all of a sudden, he's a very, very, very glorified jobber. And that's not something that you want to do with Eddie Kingston because the realness of Eddie Kingston, the way that people can relate to him, you got to give him a win. You got to give him a victory in order to make people continue to believe in him and believe in his message. He's not the guy that needs to win all the time or even most of the time. But he has to win some of the time. And the way that this feud has been going, Jericho's turning heel. Kingston's been tweener his whole time on TV. We got to give him a win. And this is the perfect opportunity to give him a win. 
I'm piggybacking off of the fact that Jericho is losing Santana and Ortiz directly because of Kingston. I think Hager is going to be the next one to follow suit where I think this is all spinning into the dissolution of the inner circle. And it's a dissolution because they no longer believe in Jericho. And if Jericho keeps winning, why would you no longer believe in him? So we got to get Jericho losing to get that seed of that real seed of doubt planted. And if anybody needs a win and if anybody can afford a loss for the continuation of that storyline, it's Eddie Kingston getting the win and Chris Jericho taking the loss. So to me, this is Eddie Kingston all the way. I think it's going to be a hard match. It's going to be a tough match, but Eddie Kingston is going to win in a clean dominant fashion this guy's good this guy's real good the closet champion ladies and gentlemen they don't Check call it out. me mr perfect for nothing there it is there it is i just like you had a hell of a fisherman suplex there you go <laughs> bill what you got for us bro greatest finisher ever it's not cm punk it's not brian danielson it's not john moxley i'm the big deal in AEW, and that sealed the match Chris Jericho saying, oh, and it's not even Hangman. He named the four top guys in AEW who, except for Hangman, who Kingston has lost to. So by him saying, I'm the number one guy, I'm the influencer, I'm the the foundation, he made it so Eddie beats someone important. Guys, I hate to break it to you. In wrestling, shit matters. You just can't have a match to have a match. This matters in Eddie beating Chris Jericho. I don't know if it'll be clean. I feel like Santana and Ortiz are going to turn their back on him. Maybe it'll be at the end of the match. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like something's going to happen with them. They're going to turn. They're going to turn on him. Something's going to happen where Eddie and Santana and Ortiz are going to be a trio going forward. I think they're not going to help. I don't think they're going to betray, but they're they're going to have the opportunity to help. Really like that a lot better. Where they don't, they just like Jericho needs them. They're like, sorry, pal. Yes. But Eddie Kingston came out and cut a promo about Jericho that it's just was perfect. Yeah. And Eddie Kingston is a man of the people. I'll say this, and this is the hottest take. I have two hot takes about Eddie Kingston. He's the Dusty Rhodes of AEW because he's he is a he is the common man. He is a dude who looks like any guy who would be in that audience. And I'm someone who booed the shit out of Eddie Kingston when he was in Ring of Honor with Homicide. Yeah, I did. did, and they ran into the crowd for people who were booing him. Thank God I didn't get my ass kicked. I was not an Eddie Kingston guy. Eddie Kingston over the years has proven he's one of the best. And you know what? My second hot take is Eddie Kingston will be the AEW world champion soon. Wow. I think wow. he is going to be the guy. I My succession here is going to be MJF is going to beat Hangman Page. And I think the guy who beats MJF is going to be Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful are going to be one of the top units in AEW. Proud and Powerful will get the belts this year, and I think it'll be at Arthur Ashe. I think that's where you do it. And if it's not at Arthur Ashe for them, it's Arthur Ashe for for Eddie Kingston. This is his march to the title. Eddie Kingston doesn't have 10 years left on his career. Yeah, He might still be wrestling 10 years, but he's not in the prime like he is right now. He's going to go out there. He's going to be the emotional winner he's the he's people want him to win because he's us 
He says the things that we all experience. He talks about his weight. He talks about quitting smoking. He talks about mental health. This is the guy. This is the guy. And Jericho knows good business. He's not a dum-dum. And he's gotten himself in a good shape. So he loses to Eddie Kingston. He'll go over here and do something next. That's what's going to happen. This loss does not hurt Chris Jericho because he's the Terry Funk of AEW. Terry Funk could lose 100 matches. He's still Terry Funk. Yeah. No one would have cared. So Jericho's going to lose this match. Eddie Kingston marched to the top for him. Wow. Good stuff, Bill. You guys are really bringing it. I, I love uh, your evaluation of that match. Makes me more excited. Uh, Bill, you got the sound bite so far. I like that. Very well said. That's what I do. Except when I'm cursing. <laughs> so he's talking about Randy Orton. Uh, about this motherfucker. It is. Like, uh, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about the face of the Revolution ladder match. Let's get into this. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know you're on yes. the podcast, Keith Lee, yeah. who we got to see make his debut in Atlantic City. Um it was a he's limitless. What can I say? Versus Orange Cassidy versus well, there's a will, there's a way. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Starks versus my guy Wardlow. I am super excited for this one. Plus the winner. Go ahead, Bill. I know you want to say it. Well, there's no, there's two, which was confirmed, but was not is not publicly confirmed by AEW. Oh, yeah, I well, saw that. Winner, the winner of Ethan Page and Christian Cage. Thank God we got this match because just uh, for rhyming reasons alone. And there is a TBD confirmed by Fightful. There will be a TBD. There is another guy for this match. So grand total of seven. I'm a drummer. I can only count to four. Uh, Seven. We got, wait, I thought we had seven seven confirmed. You have Hobbs. We got the five plus the the surprise. Starks. Everyone in the chat laughing at us right now. There's a lot of people in this match. There's nine. No one can count. Nine? Get a calculator. Oh, we will never be with the TBD. We will never be referees. All right. So let's talk well, about uh, this. Uh, listen, one. brother, I could count the three. At least I can't be a referee because the stamina is shot. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all our ref friends. Um, yeah, you guys do a great job. I'm going to bring it in uh, with Vax take on this one, uh, representing uh, the bestie here. Uh, he's Vaciano. been saying this for months. We're converting him to uh, AEW. I love it. Yeah, oh, right. Seriously. He has said this for a long time now. They kind of brought it back to the limelight this past episode on Dynamite. I wish they hadn't uh, because Mike has been very low-key, Kimmy, about this. But um, he said Wardlow gets the win here. Obviously, I'm a big Wardlow guy for a long, long time. And then MJF doing exactly what he said he wouldn't do last night and stealing that opportunity, which creates more tension between them. Whenever that moment goes down, when Wardlow unleashes on MJF, that better be a hot crowd. That is going to be a forever moment. It's got to be the right place, the right time, because they are just boiling that to the very tippy-tippy top. I cannot wait for that moment. You don't even need, like, it's not about a title at that point. It's just about that moment. It's like the shield turn. I mean, you know it's coming. And that's the thing I like about AEW. It's not like, up, got you. It's like like with Punk. Like, you kind of know he's coming. And it's like, we can't wait for it. And we're salivating. And everyone's behind Wardlow right now. I think Wardlow does get this win. And this is completely from VAC, but I'm agreeing with the bestie here. Wardlow gets the win here. This is going to be a spectacular match. Possible show stealer. We'll see a lot of conflicting styles. Uh, Maybe too many people, as we talked about earlier, with the ladder match. This could be very interesting. Hopefully, it's great. I think Wardlow gets it. And this comes into play later down the line where MJF says, no, 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 no. You work for me. I pay your checks. 
this is my title opportunity. And MJF, I know you were going world title with him. Bill, I'm going to go the other way moving forward, playing chess here, not checkers. I think MJF becomes the next TNT champion. Nunes. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't let you off the hook that easily. <laughs> Who gets in? Okay, r- rapid fire. Who gets in, Ethan Page or Christian Cage? Ethan. No, no, no. Rob. Not you. He, Rob has to commit. He, dude, he, he knows me. Shush. And he's correct. No. Okay. okay. Who's the surprise? Is it? Let me, I didn't get it. I didn't get that far. I didn't get a. Oh, oh. you think? Oh. I mean, it's, it's not a matter of if. It's not a matter of if at this point. That would it's be a matter really of cool. When. Oh, it's a ladder match? Oh, Bill. Bill, I'm not ready for this emotion, brother. Bro, and he did the juke, too. I can't. Oh, I can't. Uh, I, can't I, I threw my shoulder out. I can't respond nice. appropriately right, right now. Nice. Uh, have, having a moment here. I apologize. Like, Hard, one of my like, all-time favorites. He's just like, he's just like. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to. Nunez, what do you, I hope it is, brother. So I missed opportunity here, Ooh. and I didn't realize that there was a TB, TB, blah, blah, to be determined. TBD. Um, Thank you, Kimmy. Initially, the first match to qualify was Hobbs against Dante Martin, and I think it was mm-hmm. a very big missed opportunity to not have Dante Martin in this match. Ding, ding, ding. Not the first. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't the first. No, it was one of the no, first no, 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 no. Keith Lee was the first to qualify. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Never uh, mind. Yeah. I wrote if you Nunez, if you read the popbreak.com review of that <laughs> AEW rampage, you would see that I thought Dante Martin was going to beat Powerhouse Hobbs because the first two qualifiers were Wardlow mm. and Keith Lee, and I did not think yeah. a third big man would yeah. win. So, but I, I. I selfishly, but now that with Darius back and top flights back together, I don't think they're yeah. going to split them up, which is a shame no. because Dante Martin has been lighting it up these yes. past few months. Yes. He has been like at everybody on AEW when there's a Dante Martin match on, whether it's dark, dark elevation, I have to sit and watch it because that guy, that yeah. kid does things in, in a ring that I've never seen before. He's amazing. But, Dante uh, Martin. Dante Martin was my breakout star of 2021. But I have a quick question for you, Nunez. What does this have to do with this match? Well, I was I was <laughs> saying that that was a missed opportunity. I feel like he should have been in this match. And selfishly, I think he should be the the secret entrant. I think he should be. That um, would be cool. That would be cool. I mean, no one's gonna hate that, by the way. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like, no. Oh, hey, it's Dante you Martin. Some, you don't have anyone like that in this match. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Point. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, all signs point to Wardlow winning this, but uh, I think that MJF and Spears are going to cost him this match, especially after Wednesday when MJF was like, you get the opportunity. I'm going to let you have it, big man. So I think at one point he's going to go up to get the, I think it's, is it still the Sonic ring? Yeah. I think it's the Sonic ring. Yeah. Don't let me forget. Don't let me forget the Sonic ring. Maybe we change that. Maybe we change yeah. that. Uh, no, I no, think, no. Uh, I don't think they could ever move away from it because <laughs> it, you did it once. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Own it. Revolution. And AEW does own it. Uh, I, I, I think Wardlow at one point is going to go up to get it, and I think uh, Sean Spears is going to cost him. Uh, my pick yeah. for this match is Keith Lee, though. I think Keith Lee wins it. You're an NXT I, guy, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like that debut was awesome. He hasn't wrestled a match since. Uh, so his momentum is kind of, you know, he's with promos tomorrow. and stuff. Yeah, he'll be wrestling tomorrow. But uh, he's gonna I, kill think, him. Uh, I think Keith Lee wins this match. All right. Well, where do you want to go, Nunes? Who you want to throw it to? We'll go with Kimmy. 
Oh, thank you so much. Because we're going to throw all this gibberish out of the way about Jeff Hardy being this freaking uh, entry. First of all, I want to bring to your attention WrestleCon. WrestleCon just announced Jeff Hardy today. Since this, I don't care. You can hold it your dances. I don't care. Jeff Hardy was announced this is a video clip. He's not going to be there. NFT. Okay, whatever. I'm, no, no, okay, no, 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 no. I just did that to pop Rob. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, are we it gives us are an excuse done? to do No, I love it. No, I love it. That's, Keep going. That's I the real pop. I'm very tired. Are we done I'm being five? This is okay, 2007. Nunez going crazy right now. So. Okay, so we're done being five. So now we're going to move on. All right, bring us down, Kimmy. Bring us down. Okay, ready? Bring us to reality. So like I was saying before, I was interrupted by your little flash mob thing going on. Jeff Hardy was announced for WrestleCon this morning. That means he will not be appearing in any type of AEW ring until after WrestleCon because A, the gun club who was announced got pulled because Tony Khan pulled them. So no AEW talent will be in Dallas. I can confirm that myself. Don't give me that yeah. and I have sources. No, I, I'm bummed. I believe you, I'm bummed. Well, I'm not Tony Khan, can't fix that. Number two, let's talk about the real list. I wish you were because you'd be my friend and you could give me a job. Yes. Are you saying I'm not your friend now? No, no he's saying you, saying are, you my friend. are his friend. My friend. And, and, and if you, you were Tony Khan, if you were Tony Khan, oh, I would, of course, you'd be like, Kimmy, right we here. all want you to be Kimmy Khan. All of us want you to be Kimmy Khan. <laughs> Bill wants me to be Kimmy Garcia, but that's a whole different nice. ball game. <laughs> anyway, I, my, my lips to God's ears. I mean, what can I tell you? Let's talk about the realistic entries. Cesaro. Oh, Hi. No yeah. 90 day flaws. Hi, yeah. let's let's paint this picture. Look, uh, I never got the brass ring in WWE because Vince said I could never whole get thing. Exactly. And, and what are they getting? They're getting a brass freaking ring in this match. This story writes itself. All right. Uh, so there's KB. number one. A plus. Thank A plus. You. That is Thank fucking you. great. Sorry. Thank you Sorry. so much. Number two, if we're gonna dabble in Ring of Honor, Isaiah Swerve could debut too. Whoa. That would be an Hi. one. Hi, number three, Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion Jonathan Gresh has been popping here and there. Ooh, wow. Let's look at the realistic possibilities and leave that phoniness of Jeff Hardy all the way on the other I side. Would, of the listen, room. I was just trying to pop the host. Come on. I know. Maybe, but maybe, you know, you know what? Look at it. Look at this. Look at that face. It works. He's had a hard life. That's true. I'll tell, I, I'll tell I what I can get these days. It's been, I mean, listen, we can't all have a vivacious life. <laughs> nice. I am a god. <laughs> I'm so excited for her match this weekend, though, by the way. So. My winner, the one and only, will be Keith Lee because there's no way in hell you're having Keith Lee in his first real match lose. And that's oh. the T, sis. Can uh -huh. uh -huh. you lay in down the Send it, right. Send it over to me. You got to head out. Yeah. Everyone say bye, bye to Nunes. Oh. He's got to go to work. I'm okay, so Chris. Oh. Bring, 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 bring Becky in. Bye, Chris. We'll, take, we'll bring in big time Bex uh, to replace right, Nunes. Bro. I'm going to miss Nunes. Uh, Mueller, the voice of reason, help us out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the first thing... <laughs> The first thing that I want Dude, to say. Dude, I bet you Becky Lynch would actually have really good predictions for this because I think she, <laughs> she knows the biz. I think she'd Can also be great in this match. Oh, fuck. Stop it. Stop it. I don't, don't. I, my heart can't take that. So I think Becky Lynch would also be great in this match. But yeah. um, no. So the first thing I want to say, and I, I know that it, Wikipedia is not the end all be all, but Wikipedia does not have a TBD. In That's not match. true as of one o'clock yesterday morning because I okay. Well, like as of as well, of so, ten o three p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm looking so, at 
I am basing mine off of the fightful stories that I've read. So I, so yes, there is a possibility that there is no TBD. Right. So it's, uh, I, there is a possibility there is. So, but that's, that's what I'm saying because the AEW oh, tends, if you want to play the odds, AEW tends to give this win to the TBD. So not last year, not last year, but if you look, I know Dots. Ethan page yeah. came in and he did not win, but Hangman Adam Page was the first TBD in the Casino Battle Royal. There's, by and large, it's been the TBD gets the spot. So I'm having a hard time because I tend to agree with Kimmy. Believe it or not, we agree most of the time. It doesn't look like it, but we do. I think this is Keith Lee all the way. I really do. I thought it was from the second that he came in. I'm really my heart wants Ethan Page just because I love Ethan Page. I'm a mark for Ethan Page, but I think this has got to be Keith Lee. I love the idea of someone like Cesaro coming in and grabbing the brass ring. And I just want to say this has nothing to do with anything, but we're talking about the brass ring and I'm a Detroit native. So I want everybody who's not a Detroit native, because if you are from the Metro Detroit area, you already know what I'm talking about. Google Sterling Heights golden butthole <laughs> what does this have to do with fucking anything it has to do with the golden ring i'm just saying Why? we've well, got mean, the golden ring in our area it's i'm i look at it every time i go to work and that's all that i'm saying but <sighs> as far as this match goes i can't i can't put my eggs in the tbd basket so i have to look at what i have in front of me and what i have in front of me as far as anything else is Keith Lee. And the reason, Rob, why I, I was going with Wardlow. I was going with Wardlow until MJF cut that babyface promo. And now all of a sudden I'm questioning, are we going to get a double turn with CM Punk and MJF doing a face heel swap? I don't know. I don't believe it. But I've got a hard time believing that we're going to get the immediate payoff of MJF going immediately back to heel by screwing over Wardlow by Wardlow winning this thing. And then MJF saying, I want it for myself. Did you watch dynamite this week? Did I watch dynamite this week? It's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So did you watch it yesterday? Oh, Oh, um, I, I watched through the casino battle Royal. Okay. Oh, so you didn't. So let me, let me, let me. Yeah, fill me in. Fill me in. Okay, so MJF basically comes out, and and uh, Punk comes out, and he's like, uh, he cuts this amazing promo. MJ, I, I don't even want to spoil it for you, but no, like, sp- no, spoil. It's fine. It's MJ, we're three CM days. Punk late. cuts a promo for the ages, basically saying, "Am I the bad guy? I'm so sorry." And then MJF comes out, they hug, and then MJF kicks him straight in the balls, and then beats the piss out of him, and. Cuts him open so badly. It's like a 10 on the Moodoo scale, how much he was bleeding on TV. Good MJF reference. is solidly a heel. Wardlow comes out. There, uh, Wardlow beats the crap out of Cesar Bononi. Like, it's not even a match. He just takes it. He just woofs this guy who's yeah. like nine and a half feet tall, kills him. And then he's like, Spears tries to get in. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to use the chair after you stopped me from the power bomb last week, you dick. And then they go backstage and then. You know, Spears is like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I tattled to Max, and Max is sure. like, you still work for me. He's like, yeah, I'm really, bu- you know what I'm busy doing? I'm busy saving your ass all the time, and MJF slaps him in the face and says, you work for me, asshole, essentially. 
But so, there was no, but Wardlow didn't respond. Oh, Wardlow was, he told Max, he's like, I've been saving your ass for years. Okay. So there, the tension is palpable. You could. So I still, given what you just told me, I I still, I still don't think we need this face of the revolution equation in the Wardlow MJF storyline. I don't think it needs it. I think the story is fine on its own. So I'm going to stick to my initial guns. What you did say just changed my opinion about what we're doing on Sunday. But I'm going to stick with Keith Lee because I think the MJF Wardlow blow off doesn't need this golden butthole Sterling Heights, Michigan uh, payoff in it. And Rob, I'm sorry that I keep saying butthole on your show, but I swear like a sailor on this podcast. Did anyone Google it? Has anyone Googled no. it? I did not. You're live on a podcast and I'm captured in your I'm trying to pay attention to you, Michael. Um you I don't even Google stuff that Bill tells me to look up when we're having a normal conversation. <laughs> you also you it. also don't watch the matches that I tell you to watch, but that's how do you know I didn't do it? Because you didn't tell me that you did. So, Rob, my prediction. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The Revolution ladder match is going to be Wardlow because I here's oh. why. Here we go. So to me, it's me and you. Keith Lee is going to be canceled out by <laughs> absolute Ricky Starks and, <laughs> and Will Hobbs because there is the feud. There is Keith Lee's first feud. They're not going to go for it right away. Do I, and I think Keith Lee will be a TNT champion this year for sure. And I think he will win it in Texas at Battle of the Belts whenever that happens, I believe in April 15th, April, yeah, April 15th, because what's going to happen is that title shot, that title match, which is supposed to happen. Usually the stipulation for this, as it was last year, was the dynamite after revolution is when the challenge is made. I believe the result of the CM Punk MJF match will factor directly into this. And that's going to be MJF losing that match. MJF is that going to be so pissed off that he lost to CM Punk. He's going to go to Wardlow. He's like, that title opportunity is my opportunity. And if you don't give it to me, you're fired. And I think he's going to do that. And what Wardlow is going to say is go ahead, fire me because I'm going to be, because you know what Wardlow has never got in AEW all lead graphic. And I'll thank, thank people online for saying that he's never got the all league graphic because since day one, they have worked him as MJF's employee. And I think this is when it's going to happen. We're going to have the explosion, the dynamite after, because he's going to take it from an MJF is going to lay everyone out or he's not going to have this title shot or MJF costs him. In fact, what they could do is I think I heard this on Fightful and I actually like this idea. Andrade is going to win that belt on Friday. And what Andrade will do is then enlist the people who've helped him before the pinnacle to help him against Wardlow. And that's what they're going to do. If you don't give me that shot, War Dog, we're done here. And the pinnacle is going to beat the shit out of Wardlow. You know who's going to help Wardlow? CM Punk, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara. Much like they helped CM Punk and Sting. Like on that sting baby he was concerned dad sting this week but he was like, he was and i felt that really hard but did I you think, hear the did you hear the tremble in his voice i did i mean yeah. i felt it as a father dad uh, instincts hashtag dad instincts brother you know it uh <laughs> so it's 
so yeah, Keith Lee's going to be taken out by Team Taz. Um, Christian Cage, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. If we have a TBD, if that's legit going to happen, I do think it's Swerve since he we legitimately know Swerve has been signed. The people who have done music with him will be performing at the Rev- the AEW, like basically the soundtrack event. They're doing a concert with Mikey Ruckus. So I think Swerve's there. And I think that's what's going to happen. And Swerve doesn't have to win. He just has to come out and be dope. And that's what he does. He just comes out and is great. And they never allowed him to have a full run with it, which is ridiculous. Points going otherwhere. But so I think that's why Wardlow is going to win this match. This match is going to be awesome because you have, it's not just like, hey, we have one big guy. We have three big guys. We have three big guys. And also watch out for Ricky Starks. This is 2022. This is your. I love it. And by the way, it's I'm like I'm a Synthwave fan. So everything that Ricky Starks is doing with his merchandise is 100% Synthwave. And God bless him for it. I just, that's I, that's neither here nor there. I just, I wanted to pop for that. I do want to say that I am very excited for the moment that Jeff Hardy does come out for Rob because he, he will wet his pants. <laughs> I wish I was in New Jersey for it. I'll be very excited for that that moment. I can't wait. And it's cool to see, uh, you know, guys support the indies, but it's very cool to see, like, the Hardy Boys are going to be doing a lot of stuff on the indies. And there's some pretty yes. cool, like, dream matches, too. Like, they're booking them against, what, um, um, Road Dog and uh, I'm trying to think, New Age Outlaw? Is it, What are they doing? They're doing some crazy stuff on the indies. There, right there's some matches out there. Briscoe, Don't worry. Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy will tell you all about it. You know what, Matt, Rob? Speaking of Matt Hardy, let's transition to that uh, – Texas tornado match we got. Yeah, I was, I, I was. That was so good, Bill. I was gonna take okay, no, man. Ahead. One one step ahead of me, man. Um, we have the A A H F O. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. The faction. Just a horrible name. The, oh, even <laughs> you, okay, so Bill. Bad. Okay, Bill. I thought you were gonna get on me, man. I appreciate. No, that, it's 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 like you're reaching. It's yeah, alphabet you're, soup. You're reaching <laughs> again. Like I've had my base. My my it's biggest. Done on, it's done on purpose, though. Yeah, yeah, and and, and and we know we're setting things up here, but um, sure. that to me was the perfect example of my criticism of the. We know why, but the you know everyone gets a spot and opportunity. It's cool, but like the oh, and I know it's how it used to be back in the day or whatever WCW whatever it was. Um, the over factionism. That's the one thing I've stood by and been very critical of in AEW. Will they? Won't they? Who's going to get hurt? Who's going to replace them? Is this really a faction? We pretend they don't exist for two weeks and they're a faction again. This was the ultimate. When this came together, I was just like, yup. And even you said it, Bill, the AHFO. We know this is going to set something up, but you're reaching, bro, with this. With this, It's a lot no, of. They are, no. Okay. Dude, think they real are quick. Think about this faction. Purpose. They're yes. reaching on purpose. 100%. The whole thing it's a is setup. so bad. It's a setup. It's so bad uh. that the whole thing is for Andrade to take over the faction to kick Matt Hardy out. They had this whole long numbers promo about how Andrade owns the majority right. of the Hardy right. family office. 51%. Yes. 51%. This is all to get. None of this matters because the payoff is your dude yes going yes that's all that matters. exactly why well, it's like taking your medicine i was Just being but through and through and i will fight you to the that's death. i know hey and i appreciate uh you, you saying, but think about this this faction and as i say it all the time matt hardy andrade the butcher the blade the bunny private party, private party. alley like 
What? Why? There's so many moving parts. It's it's not even just three factions. You know what I mean? But anyway, I digress. The match, this is just how I feel about it. Andrade, Isaiah, Matt Hardy, all amazing performers. This is going to be a great match taking on Darby, Sting, and Sammy. It's going to be an awesome match. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Again, just because all the moving parts in this one, I just say, you know, get give the faces a, a win here. I'm just going to go with the faces on this one. Kimmy, what do you got for me? Thing doesn't lose when you book him to wrestle. The faces will. Prevail. Where's where's the enthusiasm? Did we lose you? Where's the enthusiasm? No, it's just you're I warm enough for your Brit. Very no, no, no. Um, okay. I ranted to Bill very heavily about this last night, and he was like, "Can you stop nitpicking every single little thing?" So it's like, why is no, this but... happening? Why do we have this on the pay per view? It's like the triple threat. I'm like, it's a solid thing on the paper. Can we can we no. go to me next, please? I yeah, have, a, I you have a, so politely okay, raise you your hand. Right ahead. How I have know? a question for Kimmy because I know you're going to know this answer. Hey, Kimmy. Hi. Hi. Hi, best friend. Hi. When's the last time Sting lost on pay per view or television? Who did he, he did lose it. to? Oh, he. Oh, you're not funny at all. Who did he um, lose to? On the day. I know. Why I'll not? Because I don't want to. You, you're so mean. Can you First just do the laugh, Bill? I mean, I'm giving you props. Sting's last <laughs> lost loss. <to> me. <laughs> Sting's last loss was to Seth Rollins. But all that everyone thinks about is that Rollins is he injures everybody. Oh, that's I'm not I'm not trying to go there with that. But that's I'm not I wasn't trying to make that point. It was actually it was like a compliment to you. Like Sting has not lost on television in seven years. Let's say, but he's had seven matches in those seven years. But regardless, Sting does not lose in these situations, period. And the only reason he lost to Seth Rollins was because, I'm not gonna say it because I'm gonna get vulgar, but there's there's a lot of ego stroking along of other things stroking. And it's just, yeah, Sting controls, Sting controls his narrative and oh, sh- get out, he- get out, the worst. Rob's like, I don't know, I don't get the reference. Oh, Sting I, controls, I working very closely, but, but Sting controls his narrative. Sting's not losing. Oh, that's gross. Sting wins. Sting wins. Don't bet, don't bet against Roman Reigns. Mike, don't bet against I am glad you're here, man. Voice of reason. Me too. I am glad you are oh, here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not the voice of reason Well, anymore. I was going to give you a nice little intro before I threw it over to you, but Bill, tell me why I am wrong. Yeah, Bill. Wait, what was your pick? I went with the faces. Thanks, Sammy and Oh, no, you're right. I never Here's get tired why. of hearing that, though. Go ahead. No, you're right. Well, you know, you, you shouldn't. Um, because the whole thing is Matt Hardy should eat the pin here or he's going to walk out because this erratic behavior will not stand man nice <laughs> i'm with you and this the, he's already been drug tested but the bucks won't this give justice will not stand. and uh listen this is all again just building to jeff brother nero is inbound despite tony khan saying oh i'd love to talk to him one day Mm. Um, because legally you can't talk to him. Uh, Jeff Hardy, this is all for Jeff Hardy coming in. And I think Andrade is going to win that TNT title. So 
The faces are going to get it. And when the only, here's my thing about Sting. If he ever loses a match, it's going to either to be Darby or someone huge. Darby. Darby. He has to defeat his dad. That's the thing. And Sting is probably going to get the pinfall here. And here's the thing. I know people are like, oh, it's the old. Shut up. It's Sting. He lost for a long time. That WrestleMania match, they he is owed decades of wins because of that goddamn WrestleMania match against Triple H. Yeah, the only time I'm going to reference WWE in this this podcast. That's okay. He needs to be. He needs the win here, and he deserves his flowers because I don't think we've given Sting his flowers. So let's not forget they gave Sting a disqualification win against the Big Show on Monday Night Raw to make up for that. Oh, I forgot because um, you know that's just the worst thing I've heard all day Mm because I I literally blocked that out of my mind. Mm -hmm. The good guys win. Jeff Hardy inbound. Yes. I'm, I'm down for yes. everything you said. Okay, I'm down for everything yes. you said. Because Kimmy, why do you look sad? Kimmy, this is yeah, a good thing. Going on? Because of father's comment. I like his comment. No. Let's do no. it. No, 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 no. I'm not reading the comments. What's I, going I don't on? have. Them. I think it's time to get the Thunder Brit match so Kimmy can go crazy. This Seth is... is not the host of this paper. Oh, this we're podcast. waiting. No, so we're Seth we're saving that. First off, Kimmy, we, we all, girl, we all know. That is your time to shine, and we just... No. We're saving that. <laughs> That's the main event. Like, I was gonna we gotta res- let you have your moment. I was being, res- I was gonna be respectful of Papa So Cool, but we could wait no. if you want. He's- no. Papa no, So Cool is the man. That's why, I'm, uh, that's why I'm world's best boss right there. I think Bought I'm it for myself. Alright, um... Let's go to... Uh, Jade Cargill match. You guys want to go there? TBS. Yeah, that's safe. We can move past that quickly. This is, uh, Ty well, no, I, I I think people are writing Jade off. I think the fact you want to go past it quickly. Let's not sell Jade short. Writing Jade off? Well, I think we're just. Oh, no, I'm just being like. Are you are you saying let's go past this quickly because you're not a believer in Jade? It's just a foregone conclusion, or is it just because we already know what's going to happen? Well, Mike's I'm a betting this- man. I'm, I am a betting man. What are the odds, let's, my man? You know. Let's you know. not talk about. Okay, you want to talk about the odds? I've got the odds right, right here. Let's not, not let's not talk about the betting odds because someone just sweated Arkansas State for two and a half hours. Um, never, that's why I never but bet. No, no. It's, I, I don't know what you're implying, but Jade Cardgill wins this in a runaway. No, like, I just thought you were like, close. I thought you were, uh, sorry, I thought you were just hand-waving Jade, like, oh, she sucks, let's move on. Like, no, 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 listen, listen, I, like, I'm not going to defend Jade Cargill as a professional wrestler. I am. I'm going to defend her as a sports entertainer. Jade Cargill, this is what I know. My former roommate, who knows nothing about pro wrestling, who would leave the room when I put pro wrestling on has messaged has messaged me multiple times with pictures of Jade Cargill and cosplay outfits and just this whole look like Jade Cargill crosses into mainstream period. She is a superstar and AEW is not necessarily about making superstars. And I get that, but Jade Cargill has crossover appeal like nobody else in AEW, nobody 
else in AEW has the mainstream possibility that Jade Cargill has. And there is a 0% chance, Rob, you want to talk about lock of the night? This is your lock of the night. There is a 0% chance Jade Cargill loses to Tay Conte. And I'm this is not a dig on Tay. I know I've dug on her in the past and call me out for it. That's fine. But listen, this woman is, is greener than goose shit, and that's fine. But you cannot ignore the look, the charisma, the attitude. Smart Mark in her corner is a brilliant pairing for her. This is money. This is money. And you, AEW is for wrestlers, and I get that, and WWE is for sports entertainers, but she is the bridge. And she is the one person that, like, you want to talk about, like, the steal. If Cody Rhodes is going to WWE, I mean, that's a big thing. We don't know if that's for sure anymore. But we're just talking about, like, the biggest coup that WWE could get is not Cody Rhodes. And I am a sucker for Cody Rhodes. It's Jade Cargill. Because she is money on a mainstream level that nobody else has in this business. And I don't like watching her matches because they're tough to watch as a fan of professional wrestling, but this woman is money in the bank and there's a 0% chance she loses this match. Wow. The only thing I'm going to argue Mike on is I think since she's been working with Brian Danielson, I think beat me to it. Her in ring has improved like dramatically. She's improved. And I, but and it's she's, actually, she's we're, we're, not on the level of Brit or Thunder or Tay or even I would even say someone like shit. I'd even say someone like Naya. I think I I don't I think she's about to break. I think she's right yeah. there because yeah, she's on the she's on the precipice because she's going to be a babyface real soon. Wow, because really, are, yeah, dude, the reactions that you're hearing from her selling. Even like her match with Allie recently, the yeah. reactions to people with her her selling has got really good. Her transitions have gotten so much better. She's night and day better than she was even three months ago. She's I think. Money. She's and money. her that pump kick is the best. I love Adam Cole. I love Can Adam. I, no, the best pump kick in wrestling today. She is going to be one of the top people in AEW. I don't. Can we know, talk. I don't know talk about. Doing. Pump it's kicks, flare, <laughs> whatever that is. That's the barbarian motherfucker. Oh, and that's barbarian. she's got she's well, got barbarian was, level pump like a kick. Bunch of light. <laughs> so no, it's still it is. Oh, by the way, Faces of Fear are going to be a Black Label Pro in a few weeks. So go watch that. They're going to be. It's going to be awesome. Whoever they're fighting, doesn't matter actually. Doesn't but, matter. Uh, it's going to be great. I'll send you Faces of Fear all day. Um, but yeah, Jade Cargill. This is going to be a. You know what this match is going to be. It's gonna be two people beating the shit out of each other because Ty Conti is awesome. And yes, that's she is. And, and it's gonna be that match is gonna be a sleeper match for sure, in my opinion. I hope so. Hey, I hope uh, so. Hey, Mike, does your back hurt? 
from carrying this from podcast. From carrying who? Yeah, this podcast, oh, yeah. bro. Um, no, you bring I the first segment. You you bring up some great points, both you guys and, and Bill. You stole my thunder on that, but yeah, I agree. Um, everything you know, I mean, for the most part, what you said, Mike, about Jade being a, a star and transcending the sport of wrestling, I totally see it. Uh, to Bill's point, talking about like maybe her being a face, I, I see that possibly down the line. There's no need to do it right now. Even the stuff where we see her daughter time after time, I, I think that adds to that face um sympathy a little bit or empathy i should say but i think it's very yeah it's great i don't mean to cut off no please i I love that like it's she's still at least in this moment she's still like 100 percent heel and they're playing in her daughter yeah i thought that was very interesting it's yeah. weird. Like, you don't do that when she's still 100% heel, but, but I, they're I, doing it. I feel like it's a good I, like, I like that. No, it's a great point. I like, I'm a fan of like wrestling. I feel like it's evolved. Like, I feel like everything, you know, is, you know, face or heel. I think a lot of times the crowd decides who, who's face or heel. I think a lot of the times uh, people are more into the fourth wall breaking stuff. I think um, going against the grain sometimes is really, really interesting. And uh, I don't think everything. I think there's just like a gray area with a lot of the stuff. So stuff like that, I'm cool with it. I think it's very interesting and, and new and intriguing and not what we're not what we're used to, man. So I'm always about kind of like that forward thinking. Uh, yeah. That being said, I agree with what you said about Jade Cargill transcending the sport. Um, I'm going to go with her. I mean, it would be a huge, I, I would say, upset if, if Conti won this one. It would be great. I think they're, she's going to come out guns a-blazing. Jade's going to throw her down, hit all her spots, that big pump kick. That's it. Uh, this will probably be the quickest match of the night, I just think, because we have such a big card. I think, again, uh, Conti gets that early offense, comes out strong. Oh, maybe she can do this. No, Jade gets her. That's it. And, again, to your point, I think she transcends the sport. To Bill's point, I think that she could go face getting that sympathy, involving her daughter, all that kind of stuff. So very good points brought to the table by you. And, again, copy and paste. for no reason. Yeah, and what you said, Bill, about her working with Danielson, that match with her and Aunt Aunt uh, Anna Jay, I was like, oh, I don't know. This is going to be no no disrespect. I'm like, oh, this might be a little clunky. They're both very great, good. great match. I, I was surprised at how good that was. And Jade has yeah. noticeably stepped up her game. Uh, Anna Jay as well. And it's great to see in the ring. And I'm very happy with, with the product they're putting out right now. Kimmy, I see you yes. tapping your fingers, bobbling yes. the Britt Baker bobblehead. What do you got? I want to know, Kimmy. Don't pick with Kimmy, your heart. Don't pick with your heart, Kimmy. Kimmy and I. You're all wrong. Really? Hands wait. down, you're all wrong. It's happening? It's happening. It's happening. Yes. <laughs> What's happening? Wait, hold on. Conti's winning. Do okay. tell. Go, go. I love it. You're Maybe, wrong, I, but I love it. Convince no. me. So why why is this happening? Yeah. Okay. I'm, very stoked. I'm really Are you picking with your heart? But the, no, no, she's um, not. I can tell. No, so Rob, Kimmy's got um, something. Kimmy's she got, got, a, she got a source. No, Rob, I don't know if you know, but um, I'm kind of a smart individual who doesn't just pick with their heart. I can pick up my brain every once in a while. So let's start right there, buddy. So let's start there. All right. All right. Second of all, you know why Ty Conti is going to win? Because you know who's the most over freaking woman on the on the roster right now? Ty freaking Conti. No, face-wise, not heel, face. Thunder Rosa? Thunder. No. So Ty Conti's going to win. Ty Conti's super over. Ty Conti's super over. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So why would you have her do nothing then? You're going to have her do nothing? No, not do nothing. She's in a title match. She's only been on dark. No, she's only been on dark. She's only been on elevation. 
Yeah. She's not on Dynamite a lot, and she's not on Rampage. So how long ago? I'm mm-hmm. I'm asking since okay. no, I'm asking since here. Okay. This I'm not like I'm listening. when what how long ago was her and Anna J versus Bunny and Penelope? January first, I was in Vegas. Yeah, it's it March. So it's two been months two months. Ago. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What? Fair. She I'm, hasn't I'm been asking. on Dynamite. She has been on Rampage. For how old she don't, is, don't for how many weeks she I'm is, just I'm not. I am <laughs> stating my point. If you don't like it, too freaking bad, Mike. I love it. I love it. And you know what, Kimmy? Right. At the end of the day, if you're I'm right. I'm not done yet. Stop interrupting me. I'm I, not done. I Let her talk. Go, I was going to compliment you, actually, but go ahead. Please. No, I'm not done. And now he's Excuse yelling upstairs at me for doing this, but I don't care anymore. So Ty Conti's going to freak you. Is God me. yelling at you? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> he might be too, actually. So Ty Conti's going to win this match because I am tired of her not being used with how over she is on this roster. She needs this freaking title. Jade could move on. Jade doesn't need this title anymore. Ty Conti does. Ty Conti needs this win. Ty Conti needs this title. Ty Conti, what do you want from my life, Mike Mueller? <laughs> What if she wins the Owen, though? Serena Deeb's winning the Owen. Ooh, I love that. I love that. So if if you're right and Ty wins this, Mm -hmm. does Jade then move on to the AEW Women's Championship? I don't know. Possibly. I mean, she well, gets no, 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 I don't want possibly to Borat for a because second? you're giving oh, me goodness. this definitive. So I want to know if what you're saying happens. Oh. And by the way, I'm totally for it. Like, Thank I'm happy to be so wrong. Much. All right. But if it happens, what then do we do with Jade? Because if we're not moving Jade oh. to the AEW championship, I don't know. I don't she, there's no I don't personal view no, I... for her to be involved in. I think if Kimmy, if you're right, and listen, who knows what it's in the brain of Tony Khan. Yeah. This could be Jade goes on a tear. She gets revenge on for her. She goes on a tear to make up for her one loss and she goes for the title. And if Thunder wins the title, well, that's a hell of a foil and you could build that to all out. Wait, Jade's one loss. Jade would have one loss. If one she loss. Oh, if she lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. she goes on a tear. And she's going to prove that she's not just money in the TBS title. Because right. the TBS title is now established. The Which, HBO Max title, do you mean? Oh, right. <laughs> I wish, I hope that's the trios title. Um, but, yeah, it would be great. I've been calling for a trios title for two but years. Tony Khan talked it's about it. Listen happen. to the Closet Champion podcast. Summer or listen, to my, listen to the media call I did with Tony Khan. Nice. Uh, but Kimmy, I mean, it could. Kimmy, also. By the way, by the way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kimmy, I think you're wrong. But of I, course you do. Of course I do. But I want work. you to be right so bad in this. I don't think. Oh, you I are. hope I am. Because I like your scenario better than what I think is going to happen. Yeah, because you have two stories. You can go with exactly. Of one. Exactly. You can branch. If we're all right and Kimmy's wrong, we have one path. Yep. If Kimmy's right, we've got multiple paths. And Kimmy, and I think yeah. as fans, that's better for everybody. And Kimmy, I'll say this, and I was going to compliment you. Uh, I remember I picked Lucha Bros to win that that tag match. You all were laughing at me, but they won. And right now, if you're if you pick uh, 
Conti and she wins it, you you can laugh at us, you know, because we all yes. pick right, against her at the end. And of you the, should. At the you end should. Of the day. I will. At the end you of the should. Day. Absolutely. Laugh laugh Bask in your bad. glory. I'm all about accountability. That's, That's all I'm going to say. I love it. I'm right, always let's, wrong. Let's keep Winner it moving. Lose. Let's keep it moving here. Let's talk about Mox. Welcome back. Lean Ambrose himself taking oh, on the American Dragonson, I believe as you guys call him. The real winners in this one, guys, the fans. That's the all fans. I got to say about this. This should be very interesting. We haven't seen uh, Danielson take a lot of L's here in AEW. Mox just coming back, looking better than ever, gotten himself right, very, you know, Round of applause, that promo, everything he's doing, just great, um, making hey, himself buddy, better, making yourself. himself better for his family, uh, overcoming so much. That's what it's really all about. So good to see him back in action. Lean Ambrose ready to go. I don't know where to go on this one. It could go either way. Uh, I think it just makes sense, you know, for Mox after all he's been through, coming back strong. Uh, although there is a story after the fact with this one where maybe they will team, you know, join me. That, I thought that was an interesting angle as well. Uh, I'm going to be using the word interesting a lot in this one. I'm going to go with Mox you to get the win here. Yeah, I, that's that's my word. It's Kimmy. That is your word. Kimmy, tell me why I'm right or wrong. You're wrong um, because this faction that's going to happen is going to be a heel faction. For it to be a heel faction, Brian Danielson needs to win, which is why Brian Danielson will be winning this match. Wait, so there's going to be another faction? All right. Brother, <laughs> it's they have the four pillars. And the and four the ten factions. No, and the four killers is the new one. Mm, that's that's not my thing. That's, that's been out there. The four killers are Moriarty, Garcia, Yuda, and Dante. Yuda hmm. does four need hook. to break off, and he needs to. Oh, like, he needs to uh, settle his score with Trent. Oh, my favorite storyline. Because Trent's been giving him an immense amount of disrespect. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, that's. Mr. I think that's the. That's the unspoken story that's been happening. Interesting. Kimmy, did you have anything else to add on that one, or I'm just wrong? No, you're just wrong, as always. Story of my life. Mueller, what do you got? So this one's hard for me. Um, I see benefits going both ways. I'm going to take Mox. I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy with either scenario, to be honest with you. I'm going to take Mox only because I think um, whether it's a win or a loss, I think we can get a heel stable out of this. I think Danielson can bring something out of Mox that Kingston wasn't able to bring out of him, that other opponents have not been able to bring out of him. I think he's got to get dirty. I think he's got to get cheap. I think he's got to cheat. And ultimately, I think there's going to be this honor amongst thieves kind of uh, respect that goes amongst them where I think ultimately Danielson gets what he wants, where they're going to form a faction. But this is a dangerous place to go, but I'm trying to put myself in the head of Mox. And if that means I get to spend the night with Renee Paquette, then that's cool. But I think ultimately we get a respect out of being defeated. I think if Mox defeats Danielson, 
he doesn't need to follow in his footsteps. If Danielson defeats Mox, then Moxley needs to kind of say, okay, you're right. And I'm not ready for Mox to take that back seat as far as that goes. So I think ultimately we can still get to the same place, but for right now, I think we got to give Moxley this immediate win, but I don't think this is the end of anything. I don't think this is the end of the story at all. If it was the end of the story, I'd say Bryanson gets the win and they go into a heel turn, but I think Moxley gets the win. There's more follow-up. I think Danielson gets kind of a couple people to be on his side and then ultimately Moxley will come over. But as far as this first act, I think this is a three act play and we're in act one. And in act one, we've got to believe that the good guy is ultimately going to come out on top in act two. It looks like the bad guy is going to win. And in act three, we can do whatever we want, but we're in act one. So I'm going to go with Moxley, but I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a win for Moxley, but nothing is going to be finished or established. And we're going to continue the storyline on, but as far as this weekend goes, Max is going to get the win. Interesting. Bill, I know this is probably a big one for you, man. What are your thoughts on this one? It's a bunch of dads fighting. What can I tell you? It sure is. Um, Rob, remember you're like, I hate the fact they turned Brian Danielson heel. What, and in I WWE? Said, or oh, no, in here? You were just like, I didn't, ah, I not the fact, but the three seconds. It was so quick. Yeah, exactly. It, it wasn't, wasn't that it they wasn't. turned him. It, so, it was so, the execution. So, Yes, I'm going to just thank you Mike. put that noise out of my head for a second, because my thought was it's all about who he's fighting. Because and that's where this thing is going to go. Moxley's going to win this match. He's red hot like he is. He is the emotional favorite here. And he has yes. to, because Brian, it doesn't matter if Brian wins because Brian's going to rack up like 5000 wins elsewhere. If he loses to Moxley, it doesn't matter to him. Like he's not going to be a lesser wrestler because he loses to moxley what's going to happen is i'll take the glasses off of this what's going to happen is these guys are going to come together as a faction and depending on who they're fighting that determines the heel of the face because this is going to be a renegade group of just wild men who come in and do whatever one week it could you know they could have a, a, a feud with um the pinnacle they're the faces there sure they could feud then with sting and darby and whomever and they'll be the heels. But Moxley, can you ever chant root against Moxley? You can't. And that's what eventually is going to split them up. But right now, they're going to be a force together. And they're going to take those dudes like Lee and Garcia and Yuta and whomever else they want. And they're going to make this faction because people really reacted to that. They want to see this. People want to see them together. They want them to fight. But they want to see them together. And sure. Moxley is all about respect. So this thing is going to be a matter of respect, which is a show I think ECW or Ring of Honor did. I can't remember. And so, Kimmy, I was waiting for you to correct me. Uh, <laughs> you, you knew. Um, not, not in a bad way. I figured I know someone who knows facts would <laughs> correct me. Is that, um, this they're gonna they're gonna team up, and this is gonna be such an unhinged wild card team, and I love it. 
because are they going to remain tweeners? I think they're going to. I think they are going to be. Yeah, I think you're going to have the one definitive good guy in Mox, sure, who is sure. not even a really a good guy, right? He's just Mox. Yeah, and you have Danielson, who's essentially a heel. And then you have their guys underneath, who Lee is a face, uh, Garcia is a heel, Yuta is a face. Yuta, well, we'll see. Like if he breaks from best friends, he could change, and he is. A but if he no no. I'm, I'm not telling you, Mike, it. he is a tremendous heel. If you ever watch him on the indies, he I haven't. can be a heel. It was ECW, according to Seth. The main event was RVD Sabu. Kimmy! Kimmy coming in. I, I'm, Kimmy, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, so I think this is going to happen. Mox is going to win. This match is going to be brutality. It's going to be amazing what these two do. They're going to beat the shit out of each other, and they're both going to love it, and so are we. And this Ooh. whole thing that's going to evolve is so combustible and so unpredictable. That's what makes it great. Real winners, the fans, like we started saying out, man. It very well said, Bill, as always. This is going to be a good one. I'm more hyped for the pay-per-view already. Uh, let's talk about CM Punk taking on MJF in the dog collar match. What do you guys think of that stipulation? And also, obviously, give me your your, uh, thoughts. We know the promos. We don't need to recap everything. But give us your thoughts on the uh, stipulation, who you think is going to win in this one. We'll throw it to Bill. You look eager to talk about this one. I saw CM Punk and Raven in a dog collar match with the Rexplex in Elizabeth, New Jersey for Ring of Honor in 2003. It's one of the greatest matches I've ever seen live. They wove in so much story. They did this whole thing with Danny Doring, who wasn't even in the company, um, or Dan Morrison, as some people might know. Former guest of the show. And he was in the crowd, and he was distracting people. He ends up taking out Cole Cabana, who's Punk's buddy. And Tommy Dreamer runs out. No one knows what's happening. Everyone's going bananas. The match itself, the Raven Punk feud was perfect. And it mirrors everything we see in Punk and and MJF. This is the feud. Everyone's like, when it first started, everyone's like, wow, we're going to go here. We're going here now. It has been one of the best told storylines. They had one promo that wasn't that great. Everything else has been outstanding. This match is going to be so bloody and so violent. This will define, like much like Cody and Brody Lee, this will continue to define the dog collar match as an AEW, we hate each other staple gimmick. So you like this stipulation? I love this stipulation, especially since I've seen Punk live do this. He knows that this, he did this with Jimmy, the late Jimmy Rave as well. This guy knows dog collar matches. And so this is going to be great. I'm going with Punk in this match because what this has also done, the brilliance of this feud is it's given MJF a moment to be a babyface, and also to address like really Kimmy. I remember you messaging me about this promo. Yeah. How you went back and watched it so many times because it resonated with you. It resonated with so many people. It's based in so much truth and real life fact that others that like like sites have been like, yes, listen, here's this Facebook page quote. Here's this comment on this Instagram post like this is legit to give MJF maybe the one day he could turn face and we can go back to this, but also give Punk the out to one day become a heel. Everything well, it's is- coming. Oh, brother, it is coming. It's and, coming. And it's it's all great. And. This is going to be 
a beautiful match bathed in blood and CM Punk's coming out on top for me. Yeah, very well said, Bill. Um, I don't know how I feel about the dog collar stipulation, but they've been through so much. And, you know, Punk said it perfectly in his promo. He's like, you know, you could lock us in a cage. We could do this out of the other thing. So it's different. Bill obviously informing us on the history there. So it does make sense in all the ways. It does make sense. Um, and I think it brings in that brutality factor in terms of the storytelling here. Uh, we saw Punk with the proverbial crimson mask, and you see that picture going around of him with that smile on his face. Everyone's like, oh, Punk's going to win. Punk's going to win. And uh, I'll echo that sentiment. I think MJF has got a lot of important wins here. I don't think a loss hurts him at all. I'm going to stick with what Vax said, where MJF takes the loss here, but ends up taking Wardlow's opportunity. There's a lot of moving parts here to become the TNT champion if Wardlow wins the ladder match. Sorry for everyone who's not following. A lot of moving parts here, but I think this is the one CM Punk gets the win for and this is just gonna be a crazy match and it still leaves room for so much storytelling like i don't i don't think this feud necessarily has to end here i think the payoff really has been mjf riding that proverbial wave getting that momentum and he doesn't lose any of that by losing this match i'm not even a big cm punk guy i know i said that forever but he's always been captivating he's always had really really good promos and i think this is going to be very very interesting but punk gets the win here kimmy are you with me? Wait, no, 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 no. What do you mean, no? I'm, I'm taking over. Ooh. Wow. Oh no! And wow. we've all of a sudden become fight forever. Hashtag takeover. No, we're not. We're not going over. I wanted to jump on the, in on this because I want Kimmy to have the last word on it. Okay. Because why? Why? Because one, I need a bathroom break, and two, I need a drink or so. <laughs> But ultimately, no, no, but for real, but that that's all part of it. But it is true because like, I know all I'm doing is echoing the same shit as before. And I would like, I don't know what Kimmy's going to say on this, but I want her to have the last word and I want her to actually have an opportunity to rant on this because I can tell that Mm. she's got some real things to say about this match. Ultimately, what I have to say on this match is exactly what you said before. I think this is a CM Punk win only because I think this is ultimately leading to a big, this is not the end of the feud, even though it's a dog color match. I think CM Punk gets the win, but I don't think that this is the end of anything. I think Wardlow is involved in the remainder of this feud. I think other things are involved in the remainder of this feud. I think there's going to be some kind of weird loser leaves town stipulation or heel turn with CM Punk. I think there's more things to go with this. I think we're in the middle of a two act play and I don't have much to contribute and I don't want to be the last person to speak on this. I think that there's more to be said about it. So all I'm going to say is I want and hope that CM Punk is going to win. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but that's where I'm going and I'm going to, relinquish the rest of my time i'm going to be jimmy stewart and mr smith goes to washington and i'm going to relinquish the rest of my time uh to kimmy to drop some knowledge nice situation drop some knowledge i don't have have are you kidding kimmy look in my eyes tell me what you see not like big punk's gonna win but why are you no selling why no, after no. that build up? No, um, Punk's 
MJF doesn't need it. You know, Punk needs this win after MJF beat him twice in Chicago. Okay, so Bill was saying this promo re- this promo resonated with you. Does that did, yeah. did that does that change anything in terms of storyline or your thought on this matter? Or you just think it's Punk done deal. Punk done deal. Oh, but what about mm-hmm. but what about MJ? Are we getting like an MJF like face turn or anything? No. Wardlow's gonna cost MJF in this match. There you go. In the match. Hmm. So will this be before the ladder this match is so or after? Many questions. Oh my lord. I I guess I don't know. I don't know the card about Tony Khan. No, we don't know either. I'm just trying to get your opinion. Let's take I it. I feel like you've got a good uh, finger Not on the pulse. Really? She's waiting We're for Brit. Gonna... She's waiting for Brit Thunder. Uh, we'll oh t- my god! I don't want to be anywhere near this for Brit and Thunder. We'll take it uh, to the chat real quick. Uh, Bubba getting the joke. The cult of personality. Thank you so much. Um, and a lot of people saying, like you guys were saying just now, is Wardlow interfering to help Punk? A lot of that going on in the chat right now, guys. Let us know who you got. And is it time, Kimmy? Should we get to the AEW Women's no. World? I think well, we no. got two left. What am I missing? Um, hello, uh, the tag title triple threat. The tag See, I, title I, I, it wouldn't be a BCP yes. if I didn't get yelled at for missing a match. So just keeping keeping with stride here. All right, well, let's talk about the three-way tag team title match between Red Dragon, the Young Bucks, and Jurassic Express for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Bill, this is going to be a good one. Another one's where the fans win. This could be match of the night. It Man, it could be. Don't worry, Mike. I'll, I'll bring it long enough for you to go. Uh, Please? Yeah, I, don't worry. I, I, if I ever think I'm a bloviating bastard. Um, so I think we're going to see this one's going to be a hot mess, and I'm here for it. Because what's happening here is we have Red Dragon and the Bucks, despite what anyone says. They don't like each other, despite what the final, the end of Dynamite was. These guys don't like each other. And I think a lot of people were just like, oh, it's so such a foregone conclusion that it's the Bucks and Red Dragon and Jurassic Express is going to lose. I think it's the exact opposite. I think as a foregone conclusion, Jurassic Express is going to retain because the Bucks and Red Dragon hate each other and they're going to constantly be pulling them up like finishers are going to happen big moves are going to happen they're going to be pulling each other off each other like oh you know Bobby Fish is on top nope they're going to Nick Jackson pulls them off you know uh, Matt Jackson's on top Kyle Riley's pulling them off like and we're going to see that this is this is the impetus for the implosion of the elite so Adam Cole we're going to have on one side with Red Dragon and I believe Jay White and then we're going to have on the other side it's going to be the Bucks and Kenny. Kenny comes back. Maybe he comes back tonight. Uh, I don't know, but I think we're going to see that happen down the road and this implosion is going to happen. They're going to cost each other. Don't let's not toss FTR out of the conversation because FT, Red Dragon did cost FTR the uh, a spot in this match, not once, but twice. So that definitely could be a thing. I think it's, there's a like I said, a lot of moving parts in this, and I don't think you take dra- the titles off Jurassic Express that fast, especially since they really haven't defended the titles on Dynamite that much. They've mostly been on Rampage, and they're gonna like you know they deserve a longer run with it. And what do you do if you take the titles off them? Where are they gonna go? I think we still have a Jungle Boy Christian Cage feud in the works down the road in a few months, but I think. 
I think this is going to be Jurassic Express is going to retain here, and I finished. I and like I said, the implosion of the the elite begins at Revolution. Tony Khan said there's a lot of storylines that begin at Revolution. I think this is one of them. So I think that's going to be really cool. Good, really good stuff. And uh, Reese in the chat echoing that sentence saying Jurassic Express wins. I'm going to go with Jurassic Express as well. I think this is obviously a device to set up Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. It's it's being telegraphed, and we want to see it. It makes sense on so many levels. Your main event for this, I would assume, for this pay-per-view is, is. Hangman Page, Adam Page versus Adam Cole, which is another thing I love about AEW. It's not like, oh, they're both named Adam. Let's make them just Page versus Cole. No, it's going to be Adam you know, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. I don't care. You know, it's just they're fighting each other. Doesn't matter. We don't got to get cute with it. I love that about AEW, and I'm excited by that. This makes so many sense on so much sense on so many levels. You could tell so many stories with this. Um, the ultimate payoff here is you're going to have a great match. You're going to have some great storytelling with awkward interactions and awkward team ups and awkward miscues with Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. It's going to be really good in that tag team turmoil gauntlet, whatever it was on Wednesday. I was saying it's got going to be the Bucks going in this one for so many reasons. You got the pay per view, uh, and they always put on great matches. This could be match of the night in terms of storytelling the moves you know there's going to be more spots than Corell's wardrobe like I always say this is going to be a really good match I am pumped for it and I know Kimmy's pumped for it too Kimmy who you got in this one I think the real question is the implosion between Christian Cage and Jungle Boy when Christian Cage loses ah, yes his match against Ethan oh, you, Christian... guys, do you think Ethan's going to beat him okay mm-hmm. ah damn that's a bold pick I like it okay. I know right Wow. But the Jurassic Express is going to lose to the Young Bucks because Young Bucks and Red Dragon needs the championships in that match. And you that's going to be match of double or nothing. Yeah. Yes. Their history proves it. And you, yeah, you know ROH like that. that. That's interesting. So you think that what's going on between them, that needs to have the titles involved. Correct. I mean, that's that's a fair and point. And then also with double or nothing, it's going to be Jungle Boy versus a heel Christian Cage. Okay, and this is usually where we get the argument. And again, another thing I like about AEW, it's not the typical what we're used to. Like, oh, it's they've only had it for such a such. It's too soon. Like, we always say, it's too soon. It's too soon. That being said, I do feel it's too soon. Mike, your thoughts on this? Uh, it is too soon, but it's not. Because, look, it's I'm the... So, I love Austin from... And to me, he's not Luchasaurus. He's Austin or Judas uh, because <laughs> you're goddamn right because a big brother uh look i was introduced to this gentleman because of big brother and he had a wonderful moment and a wonderful run on that show and i'm such a big fan of jungle boy i think he's a future aew world champion i think you're a fool if you don't put it on him in the next three years but they don't need the tag team championship And we've got Red Dragon. We've got the Young Bucks. In the middle of that, we've got Adam Cole. We've got, let's not forget, we've got a returning Kenny Omega. And there's a lot of unsettled business between Kenny Omega and Adam Cole. And whether that has to do with an AEW title or not, we're going to get to that. I'm not going to spoil that prediction. But... The one team in this equation that does not need the championships right now is the defending tag team champions. 
Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy do not need the titles because ultimately I think we are on a path of sending Jungle Boy into a singles run. So ultimately what I'm looking at is what develops the storyline the most as far as do we give it to Red Dragon or do we give it to the Young Bucks? Young Bucks have had it. Red Dragon has not. I feel like Red Dragon is still, as far as the elite are concerned, are like the bastard children and they don't get the respect that they are owed. So I'm going with Red Dragon here. I'm going with them getting the pin on uh, Luchasaurus or Jungle Boy to get that victory. And we can then segue that into a Red Dragon versus Young Bucks sort of feud. And then we get Adam Cole and a returning Kenny Omega having to sort of choose sides in this little battle and this little feud. And I don't know how it's all going to play out. But what I do know is that while I love, 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 love Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, they haven't done much with the titles. They don't need to do much with the titles. I don't know what they would do beyond this, but I think a much more interesting story is lying in the weight between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. And I'm going to pick one of them to pick to become new champions, and I'm going to pick Red Dragon. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like Red Dragon walking out of that. I'll stick with my pick, Jurassic Express, but I don't hate uh, those guys getting the titles. That would be a really cool moment to watch live, and I think it's going to be a great match, man. So just, to, just to recap, Rob and mm-hmm. I have Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. Jimmy has the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You have Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. That's 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 gonna, this is going to be a fun one. Someone's got to win. Someone's got to win, unless and they ain't going to make it a draw. So no, um, sorry, I also got caught off guard by someone made an AEW debut on Dark, and I was like, holy shit! So I'm not gonna. I'll tell you guys offline. Uh, I think know. I know. Oh, okay, I don't know. Uh, it's I a lot of heart. Can't wait to a lot of heart, guys. Does it have to do with this? No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, nothing to okay. do with it. Okay, I can't wait to find out. Um, all right. Kimmy, I don't think I'm going to get yelled at now. This I'm running is... on the 11th hour here, though. Should, should so. we should Probably we run I the don't. promo again, though? Please. Kimmy, thank you again for making that big promo leading up to this episode. Uh, Dude, Kimmy, that promo, the, great the job. Thunder Baker. Great job, Thunder, Kimmy. Good job. And, thank you for doing yes, that. Yes, that was Extra so mile. fire. That was I did so that during... Fire. I was rushing to do 10 things at once. I was like, wait, let's do this. For, for those, <laughs> for those, you, know, you know what I don't want to do? Any schoolwork? Let me edit this really awesome. Yes. No, actually, I'm two weeks ahead of school. I'm two weeks ahead of school because someone has a two-week spring break coming up because I'm getting a paid vacation in Atlantic City. And I just want to say, who who did your editing for the last two features? (laughs) Both of you did, technically. (laughs) I sent it to you and I sent it to Bill. Cheers. Cheers to both of us. Bill. Bill. I'm I'm, I'm empty, guys. You're empty? Yeah, listen. I Take a break. I'll fill in for Bill. Okay. For those uh, watching at home, getting all our inside joke references. So Kimmy has had the honor of working with both the champ, Britt Baker, DMD, and Thunder Rosa on multiple signings, cons, occasions. Uh, both of uh, these amazing women have put Kimmy over, have given uh, yeah. Kimmy lots Rightfully of opportunities. So, I'm sorry. Right. He has both of their right. personal right. phone numbers. Name so drop, name drop. You just have no, I only have thunders. I don't have Brits. Uh, if you had Brits, like I just want to talk to Adam Cole. But just lie about it. Mostly, say you mostly like, hey, remember you guys were on Anthony Bourdain on CNN? Like, let's talk about that. The, the, well, I did. 
in sports feature writing because Bill loved my rant on Tuesday. You know what I did today? I said, guys, I'm leaving this class to go hang out with The Undertaker this weekend. I'll see y'all in two weeks. Name <laughs> drop. Name drop. That's, That's a good name drop. Yeah, I hope you also kicked the door open when he did it. I That would have been the only it way. said, to rest in peace. <laughs> it's like, rest in peace, you sons of bitches. Just hit a uh, gong. Um, oh, oh, the gong would have. Oh. In all seriousness, though, Kimmy, you've had the opportunity to work with both these amazing women. Uh, they have given you a platform. They have put you over. I know you did a school project with Thunder Rosa. Guys, check out that promo video. Uh, Kimmy put out. It, it got a little personal, and, uh, you know, I, I think Thunder Rosa had seen you. Your screen was Britt Baker. She was teasing you about that. But I know this match means a lot to you. Uh, two really great role models. No pun intended whatsoever. Kimmy, I know you have a lot to say on this one, uh, so the floor is yours. I know you can't my see. drink, but I got to hear what Kimmy's got. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, oh, no, so I want this. I want to hear Okay, this. so first I'll say it says um, from one role model to another, so Britt thinks I'm a role model. Okay, so I've had major anxieties over this. There's been pros and cons lists. There's been little tears, you know. This is okay. So for those who don't know, I see Brit next week, right? So if this doesn't go very well for me, I'm gonna get beat up by Brit. But oh, you'll just get it. You'll just get the like very disappointed stare. There's like worse things in life than getting beat like, up by Brit. I mean, I would. I, I, no. I already <laughs> got beat up by Thunder, and that hurt really bad. Anyway, so I see this going both ways. So first, I want this match to open the pay-per-view. This should open the show. Since Tony is not putting this where it should in the goddamn main event. Like, he broke my heart on that meme you call yesterday. No, I think it's a perfect opener. It's a perfect opener. The ladder match has a better opener than Britain Thunder and Britain Thunder should made event because Brit could be like, wow, I made him did all these amazing cool things and now I mean evented a pay-per-view. Wow. Uh can, okay. I, can I ask you a quick question? I'm scared but sure. Was there supposed to be there was supposed to be a stipulation on this bench, right? They don't did they have no? that or am I just hallucinating like you're I, hallucinating. My third I'm Mike Matt Seidel, my third eye is open. So what can I tell you? You're hallucinating, unless it was when I was at work directing and they said that, but I didn't I didn't hear anything. So I, I'm very nervous about this, but I see this match going both ways, of course, you know, because that's just how all wrestling matches go. But I think Jamie's gonna cost Brit and Thunder's wow. on the I like that. Oh, I like that. So this Sunday, I will be wearing this shirt. Instead oh. of my DMD. And Britt, please don't kill me in Albany. Wow. <laughs> I feel like Britt Baker's wow. actually a really nice person in real life. She really is. I love her. She was so excited to Best see me. She was so excited to see me in Philly. She was like, oh my God, hi, Kimmy. <laughs> All right, Kimmy, I, I appreciate you uh, right. again. Can I go to I'm sorry. If you don't mind, I'd like to go next because I do have a beverage to refill. So, and I yeah, this is really, very beverage based. I, I like it. Listen, really is. This, is listen, this day has been like the worst. Bananas. So, but this podcast has been awesome. So, I want to thank all three of you for making my day exponentially better. Um, so, the big question we have here is: 
where do we go for either of them after this? And man, oh man, we got a St. Patrick's Day slam in San Antonio. We're where? Where? Oh, San Antonio, my friend, where Manny Fernandez is from. But also, and who else is from there? Amanda Rivas. Uh, who else? Oh, I said Thunder Rosa. Like how you did? Days? Okay. Did. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, so the question is, does Britt retain here under Shanann's? And because say it's an ODQ match, say we actually do have this stipulation, and we do. I also like to say how Thunder Rosa went from Cobra Moon and Lucha Underground. What I could not stand was not a fan, and she even cop to that it is now one of the most over people ever so there's a lot of things going into this match that are all red herrings that are like that just have me like zach alfanakis in the hangover with numbers appearing in front of my head and math equations it's it's a lot guys thunder rosa scored a clean pin on Britt baker on dynamite he did clean pin and if we go by what the logic of the last 20 years is the contender Getting a clean pin on the go home means back means, into losing. Yeah, it could. Kimmy's all she's all in on the, the TR. Uh, so that could be it. If we really are, if they really are going to do a St. Patrick's Day slam callback and Thunder does it in the hometown, I want Thunder to lose at the pay per view because nothing will make me happier than her winning in her hometown in front of her family in another lights out and in, in a no disqualification match, give them 30 and make it go. That's what I want to see. If that's I what they're going to And then you're able to be like, well, Brett's good. She could win here and then she could lose there. You know what I mean? So Kimmy, you win either way. Um, but you also win every con- you know, con you go to because everyone's your best friend, especially Dan Garcia. Uh, but you know, that's the thing. He's a nice guy. You guys are friends. They're friends, just yeah. friends. I'm uh, so like, looking forward to the wedding. Oh, I'm I'm a licensed officiant. Don't worry. Um, so this is the thing. I I, I make people cry at weddings. It's beautiful. I am just like I am. I believe it. Push. I do. I'm a fucking gem. But that's not the thing. I if this is where it's going to go, I want Thunder Rosa to lose so she gets the hometown win because she is so over. And if it's two weeks, I'm better for that than they're going three months to double or nothing. And if we are going to do this, throw that no disqualification out the out the way. Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, first ever AEW women's cage match. Oh, that's where yes. Put him there because I feel like there's been a rush to this a little bit. Yes. So a rush, to, not, not a rush to their feud, but like we've already come back. I was like, okay, she's back. Oh, well, she's got a title match. I want this to go there. So I'm going to pit Britt Baker only because I want Thunder Rosa to have the big emotional Bill's drunk on St. Patrick's Day and it's going to cry win because I'm a father. I'm emotional and I want to see Thunder Rosa win. These are things I want in life, guys. I want corned beef and soda bread on St. Patrick's Day and a tear-filled Thunder Rosa win in San Antonio in the first ever AEW women's cage match, that cage, which is 45 feet high. Now, if you excuse me, it's Seamus in time. Yes. Go refill your drink. We are not sponsored by them. Uh, Mike, we're not. I wish you were. (laughs) We should be. One day we will be. Take it away, Mike. I'll raise my glass to that. 
Um, no, look, I'm really sad that Bill spoke before me because now he's got my head spinning. But I'm going to stick to my gut. I'm going to stick to what I thought in the first place. And that is, uh, I think this is. I think this is a problem too. I have a problem. I've got a big problem. This is such a good. And you're right. You're right. This is such a main event if there ever was one. I don't think they'll get the main event. And to me, it's if you're not the main event, you should be the first match. Like that's the next best spot on the card, in my opinion, regardless and regardless of what happens in San Antonio in so many weeks time, I think this is Thunder's time. I really do. Brits had an amazing run with the title. I don't know if Jamie's going to get involved. I want Jamie to get involved just because I love Jamie Hayter. Like, I think Brit versus Jamie, no title involved, is great. Like, really great. But it's time for a new title holder. And regardless of where we go, Brit can get it back, whatever we want to do. Right now, I think this is Thunder's time. I literally was this close to meeting Thunder and her kid in Chicago. We're not going to get into that. But this is Thunder Rosa's time. I think she's made to be the AEW champion. She's done such a good job for so long of putting other people over, of putting on great matches. And if you don't give us somebody that's a legitimate threat to Britt Baker, eventually you're going to run out of legitimate contenders. And eventually if we don't change something up in this form, in this formula, all we have left is Jade and Britt. And I don't know where you go from that. So we got to do something to disrupt the system. I don't think Layla or anybody else or Ty or anybody is going to disrupt Jade. So we got to do something to disrupt Brit. And nobody is better for that than Thunder. She won in the Lights Out match. She's primed. She's ready. She is a literal main event superstar. I don't, like, I, I'll be the first person to admit I don't get as excited for most women's title matches as I do for men's, especially in the WWE sector. But AEW has done an amazing job of raising the level of top talent women contenders. And to me, there's nobody on that level besides Brit than Thunder Rosa. So give Thunder this win. We can have that. <laughs> We can have them battle it out for a while. We can have them move on to separate things. It doesn't matter. But if Brit wins this, my main concern is where does Brit go from here? And I don't see a clear path. I, you know what? Here, Kimmy, you might enjoy this. Oh, I think we're thinking the same thing. What if Brit went to Ring of Honor? We are thinking the same thing. And she helped get that off the ground. No, no, no. Hear me out. She was. I'm not watching. I'll tell you right now, as someone that didn't watch Ring of Honor before. Here's, but here's, you wouldn't I'm watch not, Brit I'm versus not, Diana? I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Wow. wow. 
Well, I okay. don't. If Britt Baker goes as champion to Ring of Honor, no, 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 no. If she doesn't win, is what I'm saying. Even she, still, that's not getting me as an outsider. I'm being real. Like I'm okay. a mainstream no, guy. Yeah. I'm a mainstream guy, and I'm telling you from a mainstream perspective. If Britt Baker loses to Thunder Rosa, and then goes to Ring of Honor. I have no interest in Ring of Honor. That does nothing to propel me to watch Ring of Honor. Period. Wow. Right. Well, I it think it doesn't. I think for me, because who does she face? Who does Deanna she Deanna na- na- Who's the who? champion? Who? Deanna. Deanna Parrazzo. Deanna. Deanna, oh. I can get behind. So yeah, she's the saying. champion, and you that's, finally that's, get the match. Oh, that makes so much sense. No, 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 no. But let's sarcasm aside. I think if you're looking from a business perspective of what's going to put eyes on the prize of Ring of Honor, if in fact they do put them either on streaming or on True TV or wherever they put them, Deanna Peraza and Britt Baker is going to move the needle. It's going to put eyes on that prize because Britt is a star for AEW. You're going to take the AEW and you're going to have a mega, a dream match that people have been, you know, when they were working with Impact, of course. Uh, their organ impact never happened. So now mm-hmm. Britt doesn't have the title. So if they wanted Deanna to win that match, there's no okay. problem with Britt losing. So and then she could come back and then whomever else is there, the chase begins because Britt Baker is not going to be a one-time champion. Right. No, no. And she's, you're right. She's going to get the title back. But are you telling me that Britt goes over on Deanna? I don't know. I don't know how you do it. But if you want to put eyes there, that's a dream match. I don't know how you book it. I haven't extrapolated out that far in my own brain. I just think if you're gonna if you're gonna do a Ring of Honor pay per view, or maybe if you do a Battle of the Belts match at in Texas in April, it's a great way to do it. All right. Well, let's uh, we'll, we'll pull it back a little. We'll get away from the hypotheticals. Although Deanna did say she wanted to fight Britt right here on the BCP. Check out that interview. I love Deanna um, Love Deanna Prazo. One of the First nicest. Saw her, she got nice, kicked in the face and was bleeding in a match, and she finished the whole match. One of the nicest humans. One of our most favorite interviews I heard. She's uh, amazing. Check that out. Shameless promo. I do want to talk about what's right in front of us very seriously. Uh, Britt Baker has been a phenomenal champion. And when she turned heel, again, I'm usually very wrong with these things. I, I wasn't sure how that would go, and she's absolutely owned it. Obviously, one it. of the most popular uh, wrestlers, not even just female wrestlers, in, quite frankly, one of the pillars. You know, we can have that whole discussion. Britt Baker has done a stellar job holding it down as champion for a long time. And we have talked about it several times on the podcast, how we have seen the seeds planted for her to face Thunder Rosa. The reason that Thunder Rosa did not win the TBS championship is because I feel for this moment coming on Sunday, Thunder Rosa, who has been the first one to do the community work everywhere, has been the first one to just propel women's wrestling and wrestling overall. Uh, It's in her family um, given so many of our friends, people who are on this show, Amanda, we're thinking of you. Um, yes, so Amanda. Many, uh, so many opportunities, and she has just killed it. Little, you know, pulling back the curtain, literally here, the last show we were at in Atlantic City. We're right by the the exit curtain. You know, they come down the ramp, and then they, they'll exit on the side there. So there's this little girl with her face painted, like Thunder Rosa, like, you know, half pays like Thunder Rosa. Yeah. And it was... Like she was really hyped up when Thunder Rosa came out. So 
one of the AEW staff people, and, and credit to them, came out, got the little girl, brought her over to the curtain. Thunder Rosa came out and, and was talking to her and just, you know, taking pictures of her, put her on her vlog and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, she is like extra miles, one thing, but she has gone above and beyond even before she was officially signed with AEW. It is yeah. stellar. And Kimmy, you've worked with her firsthand. She's helped you with a school project. She's really put you over in a lot of ways. Just one of the good ones, one of the good humans, someone who is leaving the business better than they found it. Um, you well, know, and you know, when we walk away from it, that's one thing I hope I do is I leave it better than I found it in, in some form or fashion. So you do. Thun- let me let me, let me give you a hot take real quick. This is going to be a very quick hot take. Uh, I was going for the sound bite. Go for it. No, it'll be great. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Mike actually mentioned this before. I think the most bankable crossover stars in AEW right now i'm not saying in the future are all women it's yes. Rosa, it's yes. Rick baker and it's jade cargo yes you're thinking of someone you're going to put on espn or a sports show you want to talk football you're going to put Britt baker on there you want to have someone go on anything you could put jade cargo on there you could put thunder rosa on there and thunder rosa could do it in two languages and uh, mm-hmm. people may be like what what's important about that it's highly important these are three people who are going to go out there and be high, high representatives of this company. Punk's awesome. Brian's awesome. All these guys are great. But if you're talking about new bankable stars who can cross over, it's those three people are the ones you send out. That's They why. have the best, and WWE has nothing on it. Nothing. They have the best crossover appeal of anybody. Period. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. You said it better than I ever could. God, Kimmy. And to bounce off, I'll bring my school project into this because my sports future writing teacher said that I couldn't do big stars and do athletes that everybody else covered. And I looked at him and said, well, Thunder Rose is different because I'm not talking about what she's doing in AEW. I'm talking strictly about Mission Pro. And you can look on Google and you will not find an article about Mission Pro. And he exactly did that in front of my class and he couldn't find one. He goes, you know what, Kimmy? You were right. And he gave me a damn A on the paper. He's going to give me a damn A when the pop it gets hot mess next week and i am so freaking ready for it boom that's right Th- these crossover appeal they kill it and community representation rob like you said yes yeah, that's you. all about that's it's next level it's really it's next level you you talk about Britt being a role model and and you know she's great and living the gimmick and all that but Thunder Rosa, I mean, in every sense of the word, Kimmy, I think you can attest to that. Uh, this is, it's fun to fantasy book. It's fun to recap. It's fun to create all these situations and ROH and all that kind of stuff. But the time is now. This, this is the biggest match to me on this card. The time is now for Thunder Rosa to become your AEW Women's World Champion. And that pop. Amen. That pop. Yeah, that's a road warrior pop right there, yeah. man. Every single time. Ooh. When she came out for GCW, which apparently she's pulling back on dates for GCW. Um, I wonder why. Um, that was massive. That was the biggest one of the night. Deafening. Yeah. And that's that's saying something. So, I mean, yeah, she's it. Got she's it. The I, ho- she's I the hope it happens. That's what I'm most looking forward and to. And if she doesn't win, she'll win in San Antonio, and then you'll see big Irish tears coming from this guy. Is that a, uh, what is that, a dynamite? Or is it Wednesday That's dynamite, night? St. Patrick's Day Slam. No, you can't do it with commercials. You can't do it with commercials. Um, all right. They've done it, they've uh, done it before. They did, and it wasn't my match of the year. I'll give you that. I just, uh, you got to have the whole, the whole thing. Before. Tony Khan ain't a dum-dum. No, you're not, you're not wrong. Um, 
All right, let's talk about Adam Cole versus Adam Page for the AEW World Championship. And what about Cody Rhodes? Oh, oh no. Sorry. I was like, what about his bet? Oh, I'm sorry. Mueller, you very politely raised your hand. You got something to say? Simply. Uh, no, it's, it's very simple. I think there's a lot of people that are trying to add multiple layers into this match, and I think we need to strip all of that away. This is a very simple match. This is good guy versus bad guy. This is a bad guy on the up and coming versus a good guy who's there. I don't see I I'm waiting for the payoff for Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega. And again, I go back to the tag team title where I don't think we need the title in this storyline so if we don't need the title in the storyline we can get adam cole versus kenny omega without the title which means adam page hangman retains period done kimmy i'll throw it to you because i know uh bill i'm gonna let you take it home on this one um so kim you go then i'll go and and i know page is your guy bill so kimmy go ahead so since, so since she won't be winning, right, her boo has to win. Mm. Right? I got to get over couple. It's a handsome couple. I know. They are well, very handsome. When I, when I met Adam, we very much talked about Brit. And I was like, you know what? Like, I worked with her. She gave me the title. And he looked at me and he goes, you know what, Kimmy? That means you're special in Britt Baker's eyes because he doesn't need, she does not even give me that title to hold. And she gave it to you before she gave it to me. And I picked against her my heart. Anyway, before I start crying again. So Adam Cole, I'm so sorry, Bill, but Adam Cole needs... This needs it. I'm sorry. So you. So no, first listen, of all, you, there is for me. There is no wrong answer. No, but look at Mike. <laughs> I know, but it's, I think there is a wrong answer, but that's okay. Well, okay. If you're gonna look at this statistically, I've picked all new champions. So how reasonable? You have. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> sleep on that. <laughs> of course. But I just think. Pick Tay. Tay. Uh, yes. Hi, say it right or don't say it all, buddy. So I and just think, hmm, I just think that the Adam Cole Kenny Omega match of Double or Nothing needs that title to make it a little bit more special because they've had history dating back all the way to Ring of Honor and New Japan. Because remember, Adam Cole got poisoned by the Young Bucks on BTE, and Mister I do not watch mainstream companies guy. You didn't even know that. So no, I knew that only I. Yes. Uh, so I'll concede. Pressure. No, I'll concede. I'll concede. Can we drop the I'll mic? Let's call the acclaim. So Adam Cole, Bay Bay, will be your new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. And then we'll go on to defeat Kenny Omega at Double or Nothing. And then there will be a stadium stampede, like Bill said, or um, um, not War Games, Blood and Guts. Um, and it will be, um, you know, Adam, Red Dragon, crew over here. And then Kenny, Young Bucks, Brandon Cutler over here. Yay! She brought up Brandon Cutler. It's not going to be Brandon Cutler. (laughs) I can't think of five people. Cody Rhodes. It'll be Cody Rhodes. For a reason. For a reason. Um, Kimmy, I am going, and I've put a lot of thought into this. I'm going to agree with you on this one. 
I'm gonna oh, go new no, champ. That means I'm wrong. Ouch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. beverage here, that, man. Don't thanks, say Kimmy. stuff like that. You're, you're, you're fearless leader over here. Thanks so much, Kimmy. Um, <laughs> I think. You know, I thought about this back and forth. We talked about earlier about the title reigns. It's too soon. It's too short. Um, Bill, obviously talking about, you know, the climb and how much that meant to him of Hangman Page getting this. Him as a champion, he's had some solid matches. He's ran through some people. But from looking at it from a Tony Khan perspective, and, and I am no Tony Khan by any means. Again, I, he, you oh, were, you would have given me a job by now. Of course. Of, of course. I'm, I'm trying my best. Um, he... Opens a lot of shows with Adam Cole. A lot of shows open. Rampage, Dynamite, like that. You get the crowd on their feet, coming hot. Um, man, he's the guy. The merch. You know, Nunez always says the loudest thing he ever heard in his oh. life was the Adam Cole baby. The guy's money. Bill, you listen to wrestling. You can see how high Brandon Walker is on Adam Cole. Um, Adam Page is the guy right now, and he deserves to be that guy. And he's had that run, and it, it's not been a super long run. And maybe it is too soon, as we're as we're trained to think. I just think it makes all the sense in the world from just a business perspective, from the faith that you see that Tony Khan has had in Adam Cole, who is good dude, conducts himself very professionally. Uh, you know, people were being very hard on him, like in his new role, and there was all this stuff going around about him being silly. And no, he, dude, he is doing something people, different. People, He's having people. fun with his buddies. And now, I said this since he came into AEW, Nunes can attest this. I said Adam Cole is a guy that could challenge or win a title, any of the titles at any time. And I'm not going to stray from that. And for that reason, I'm going to say it makes sense. It is money. No disrespect to Hangman Adam Page. Put the belt on Adam Cole. Don't sleep on it. People get hurt. Storylines don't make sense. Whatever it is, make it happen now. I'm going against the grain on this one. Is it the smart money? I don't think so. Your new AEW world champion, Adam Cole. Bay, bay, getting that Adam Cole pay day. Tell Can me I why I'm wrong, Bill. Now? Can I change my pick because he picked Cole? Ouch. Well, go Mike, ahead. I mean, you can. Mike, go ahead. You you, you had a uh, He's very angry. I'm not angry. Who's angry? I just want to know if, Rob, if everything that you said happens, it's what happens. Right. Think about what, if you're right, what happens with Hangman after this? Exactly. Well, that my whole thing is like, again, I like, I like Hangman. If you're wrong, I usually am. Correct. If you're wrong, what happens after that? With that that's what I'm saying. Is we have nothing. Adam Cole has a million possibilities still open to him. It's a fair point. It's a very fair point. Especially with the. That's all I'm saying. So that's in, a, in, in, unless we don't know something and. Adam Page wants to take a four to six that, month hiatus. That did kind of occur to me if, if with the he newborn. Wants to come hang out with me for four to six months. That'd be cool. I think we have a lot. We have a lot of common interests. That that is something I thought Especially, about too. Uh, shitting on Kane for his terrible tweets. <laughs> let's, he not, let's not. Oh, we got political. Glenn. We got political. Don't bring um, up Glenn. He. Um, we don't. To quote Encanto, we don't talk look, about Glenn. Yeah, let's not go there. Well, uh, by the way, we're not going there. We're not going there. Movie. 
Uh, we hang don't on. Talk about Glenn. All right, get, getting back on but the rails. What do we do? What do we do? With Seriously, Rob, yes. I'm With, asking you sincerely. I think that's kind of been the question at this point. We threw him up against Lance Archer. We disconnected him from the Dark Order. We kind of reunited right. him. Uh, so right. that's also part of my argument is kind of like he's been a little bit all over the place. Why doesn't he, he wrestle 10? He hasn't wrestled. He hasn't wrestled as much as Adam Cole has wrestled. That's another thing. And to bring up your point, to be perfectly fair, Mike, like maybe he does kind of want more time with the kid, or you know, kind of slow down a little bit. Whatever that may or may not be. Again, I'm not putting all my eggs in this basket. I don't think it's a smart money pick. And Bill, right now, is going to tell us or tell me why I'm wrong. I'm not going to tell anyone why anyone's wrong, uh, unless it's WWE stuff. Because I mean, <laughs> you just pick stuff. I'm like, here's why it's horse shit. Because it doesn't matter. But what does matter is what's going to happen here. Yeah. I think no matter who wins this match, we have, as Kimmy mentioned before, I talked about blood and guts. And right now you're looking at a blood and guts match potentially of Adam Cole, Jay White, Bobby Fish, mm-hmm. and Kyle O'Reilly versus Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and a joke I said, Cody Rhodes. But in reality, it's going to be it's going to be Hangman. No matter if he wins or loses, Hangman is going to join up eventually with the newly face-turned elite. And then they, much like in 1989, will screw Hangman over. So we get Kenny and Hangman too. But that's down the road. Hmm. I think Hangman Page is going to win this match. Here's why. Because Adam Cole and Kenny Omega are destined for a match. And I don't think that needs a title. Because it doesn't. Kenny Omega. And Kimmy, you could be right in your statement. Oh, Rob and Kimmy, you guys could be right. Maybe Adam Cole does win. And here's the thing. What people want to know. Yes, I do love Hangman Page. Like his whole thing with his anxious millennial stuff and all the stuff he talked about, about letting people down and drinking and all this other stuff. I don't. I was almost in tears talking about that because it spoke to me on a level that no one can understand. Maybe some people will understand, but it spoke to me on a very distinct level. I am also the same person who said, and I will say this to the day I die, which hopefully will not be anytime soon, is that to me, Adam Cole is Ric Flair. That's how good he is. He is the guy who can have a terrific match with anyone i could walk into that ring tomorrow with adam cole and he'll make me look like a million dollars and i am terribly out of shape and have no wind whatsoever and i am just the most unathletic person you ever met unless it's throwing a football and what's going to happen is he will have that title he will one day but not today and not this sunday because i don't think he needs it because kenny omega and Adam Cole is going to be the match for the ages. It's going to be an epic encounter, Ring of Honor title. Um, that I was at that show. Um, it was, it was, it's just so perfect. And if we get this blood and guts match with the elite involved in it, that's what we missed out in Newark in 2020. And you know why? Because I had goddamn tickets for it and I didn't go see it. So I'm going to tell you, it's going to happen. And maybe it happens in Detroit when they go to Dynamite. God bless you. God, Hey, listen, I got to give Detroit some staff. Much love to Matt Stafford for helping me win a fan, my first fantasy title ever. Um, but anyway, I'm just saying it doesn't need the title because not every match needs the title. 
And that was all CM Punk said about when he dropped the title so Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho can have the feud. And I don't think every major feud needs the title. That's just my opinion. That's just that's just one gray bearded man's opinion. Hangman needs this, and I do think the drop, the drop is to MJF eventually. Yes. Because yes. I think it's full circle. And then down the road, then we worry about what Hangman's gonna do next. Because I think he will be sidetracked with the elite feud. And that reunion with the elite will be so sweet. It'll be so palpable. Put that shit on your pancakes. Maybe some waffles. It'll be delectable because it'll be great. Because then it's just like because the Bucks have already teased it. They've they remember when Kenny had the match. Hey, we're not going to interfere. Kenny, yeah. go for it. Yep. You have our blessing, yep. and it'll yep. be great. As long as they don't bring bring Flip Gordon back, that's all I care about. So that's what's going to happen. I mean, listen, Flip, first round. Hey, he's Spoiler. controlling his own narrative. Did you see? That's yeah. uh, but I mean, fun. It. Yeah, I almost threw up. So that's gonna ha- that's gonna happen in a bar somewhere. But anyway, not the point. Is this that's gonna be great? So that'll sidetrack Hangman from the title picture a little bit. You don't have to have him defending every week. He is a special wrestler, Hangman. That's that's and, my and that's. I don't mean to jump over you, Bill. I mean, listen, but, I jump over everyone all the time. As Rob can attest to, so please go ahead. That's my only, that's the one, that's what I want to leave this whole podcast on. Because I know we've been doing this for like two and a half hours. Doesn't matter to me. Why, why, at the end of this, why does Adam Cole need to be the champion? Versus why does Adam, or why does Hangman Adam Page need to be still the champion because what's going to end up happening is adam cole mjf eddie kingston eddie kingston short run adam cole that's how that's that's how i foresee wow unless someone else gets in there that's how i foresee the title picture same guy who predicted an nxt NXT women's war games match yeah that a year before it happened yeah, no, you're right. I won't argue Reputation that. Reputation on the line and saying that's how it's going to go. And this is going to be an amazing, amazing match. And where we're going from here, who we have as free agents, Forbidden Doors, Ring of Honor, who knows? The future is wide open, and that's fucking awesome. And it is. We're going to have a hell of a run going on with AEW to the next quarter for double or nothing from a much bigger arena. Right now, for right now, I see no reason why Adam Cole needs to be the world champion. And that's literally what I'm leaving it at. Well, and that, well, my prediction, Kimmy, is that Britsky is going to keep it. So they're good. They'll be one and one. She'll lose. And I do believe, I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Oh, no. It'll never happen. But if we did a blood and guts, if they did a blood and guts, we I don't work for AW yet. If Britt Baker was involved in the eight in the in the blood and guts match and you had Thunder Rosa on the other side with the elite, yes. there you go. Because if you want the traditional five on five and you had Adam, Bobby, Kyle, and Britsky and Jay White, Jay White. taking on Kenny, the Bucks, Hangman, and Thunder. And Thunder. <laughs> like, like we could not get anything 
better. No. We couldn't. No. It won't happen because I know Tony Khan's not a big intergender. Listen, it could happen. No, it could happen. I think it could because they've they've played with it a little bit. Um, Save the women for the end. It It would be amazing. And that's that's a pay-per-view. That's a pay-per-view to me. Yeah. Battle of the Belts. That that whole that should be an hour special in itself. Tony Khan. It's bill.bodkin at gmail.com. Hit me up at Bodkin Rice on Twitter. Listen, guy, I'm here. I'm here for you, buddy. Make it happen. It sucks. I know people. Let's Manifest see. it. Manifest it. Make it happen. All right, guys. My, uh, my vision board. Don't worry. All right, guys. Thanks for sticking in, uh, with us for so late at Ron, night, guys. We appreciate Ron, it. Podcast. But before we get out of here, we're all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP. Mr. Mueller, tell them about a great podcast that I love, The Closet sure. Champion. Closet Champion Podcast, anywhere you can find podcasts, I'm there. I don't uh, (laughs) drop releases super regularly, but I had a very passionate Royal Rumble speech. I got a a Battle Royal speech coming up that's going to be dropping any day now, probably tomorrow night. Uh, I do uh, writing for thepopbreak.com. I did a great series for uh, Big Brother. The celebrity edition of Big Brother, we're doing the next season of Survivor. And then right after that, we're doing the standard version of Big Brother. So look for all that on thepopbreak.com and look for all of the traditional uh, podcasts on wrestling, both past, present, and future at the Closet Champ, at Closet Champ, Facebook and Twitter. Hit me up. I've done stuff with Kimmy. I'm looking to do stuff with Bill and Rob in the future. Uh, my boy, Tres Kenny at Detroit State of Mind podcast, which is an incredible podcast, which it does amazing things for uh, the black and white community and truly building bridges and uh intersecting that weird connection that we all have. Uh, He's been very fortunate and uh, generous to give me a a platform to get on that. And I put him on my platform and he puts me on my platform on his platform and we do a great thing Uh, until then you can find me on here. You can find me on the poprick.com. You can find me on the closet champ, all that good stuff. Plus my uh, wonderful co-host Kimmy, who I did my last AEW prediction podcast with, and I plan on doing future AEW uh, podcasts with. But until then, that's where you can find me, and I'll send it over back to you. Thanks for jumping on, man. I, I appreciate that. Bill, yeah, tell us, thank you. I'll do it anytime. You save the day. Bill, tell us a little bit about something called the thepopbreak.com and all those great podcasts you're involved with. Oh, brother, I have so much stuff to talk about. You know, for the all of the one person still watching and listening, here yeah. is what i have going on of course my name is bill bodkin i am the editor-in-chief of the popbreak.com celebrating year 13 so much money lost it's wonderful don't worry about it i'm fine every single day we're talking about movies music um uh pro wrestling anime pop culture we're talking everything Uh, i recently just posted something on the revival of law and order i wrote that review i also have a written review of ben stiller's show severance on apple tv plus i will also be reviewing the tiger king dramatized series with kate mckinnon from peacock Uh, i might have a couple other things 
Uh, I might be writing up the new, um, the LA Lakers series, the winning season that's going to be on HBO Max, Adam McKay's show. I'm so stoked for that. I'm so stoked for that. Um, in terms of thepopbreak.com, follow us on Twitter at the pop break follow us on instagram at the pop break we're going to be uh propagating that with uh populating that i should say with all sorts of concert shoots we're going to be doing of course recently we just shot tool bowling for super acoustic and uh and marina uh so we shot a lot in philly some stuff in asbury our hometown so as for me in the podcast realm of course i am a regular here on the bcp i i'm assuming hopefully i will be on the wrestlemania podcast where i'll be less jubilant and ebullient because <laughs> i have to talk about the fucking wwe and that's a goddamn disaster it's but anyway that bad. oh brother you know you know it woo 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 you know it um because Ooh. that guy is over as fuck right now and i love it anyway so when it comes to podcasts, of course, I am the host of the Socially Distanced Podcast, uh, which airs every single Friday on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Anchor Podcasts. And I have to count that on my finger so I remember everything. Uh, recently, we just did uh, episodes we wrapped, we, with Amanda Rivas, who is a regular Bob the Bob Culture Podcast. We did the Book of Boba Fett. She was our resident guest for every single week. We just talked about Peacemaker, where I sang the theme song, where I was like, do you really want to taste it? Yeah, I did it, brother. Don't worry, I sang it. And then last, and then most recently, our episode was dropping tomorrow. We're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations. Uh, we will be getting into Moon Knight in our 100th episode, where we're going to do nine people, including me and my co-host, about Moneyball, that movie, which is amazing. And we're going to have a lot of people on that podcast. I haven't I haven't really planned it yet, so that's going to be a lot of fun. He gets on base. You know what? Listen, you're in now. Uh, so get listen, on base. Scott Hatterberg, come on. Now both of you are on it. You're good. Uh, so we're going to do that, and we're going to talk about that, and then we have Moon Knight coming after that. We're going to do Kenobi, Stranger Things, all sorts of great stuff. I'm also the co-host of TV Break, which is the monthly popbreak.com, thepopbreak.com podcast about television. We talked about Severance. We talked about all sorts of streaming stuff, especially all the Marvel stuff from Netflix moving to Disney+. Plus. I also do a, a podcast called Bill versus the MCU which is on the Breakcast Hub of the Pop Break Radio Network, which is on all those great streaming platforms where I actually watch some movies for the first time or rewatch stuff from the MCU. And uh, finally, I do This Wrestling Life podcast, an infrequent West wrestling podcast. Um, our most recent episode was about Cody Rhodes uh, leaving yes. uh And uh, I mean, that's now outdated. Uh, but there's so much stuff I do, and I love you guys for checking all of it out. And Rob? Thank you so much, as always, for welcome having me. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I don't fall. know if you actually fall in the fall. Oh, you are going to be on the NFC. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, inserting you're myself. You're good. Uh, and you might be on there. And by the way, I want to congratulate Kimmy publicly oh. because she was in last place in the pop break <laughs> fantasy football league for most of the season, came back. And where did you feel? You ended up ending third. She killed it and i'm so proud of her wow yeah she her first it's not year, about how you finish or not about how you it's start how you finish. drunk <laughs> and i can say that as a drunk i can say that but kimmy killed it i'm so proud of her because i gave her shit on this podcast a, a long time ago for being like you suck and now look at her she killed it and she's gonna be back next year and mike i'm sure there's a spot for you there and better be like, ah, son of a bitch i gotta perform there, better next year because you know who won the be. title Oh, Papa Graybeard over here. Oh. So, hey, Rob, Rob, 
tell us about some of the stuff you're going to be doing the pop break and where people can find the pop culture podcast oh thank you shameless promo. you live Oh, well, guys, obviously hit that subscribe button. We're building up the YouTube right now. Subscribe on Spotify, all that good stuff. We got to thank our good friends over at 2K Sports hooking us up. We're going to be reviewing on the pop break WWE 2K22. Excited to play that. I hope it's better than that. It's better. It's so it's much got, better. I mean, it has to be. It has to it's be. It's so much better. It's going to be great. I can't wait to check it out next week. My guy Ray Mysterio is on the cover. So thank you to our friends at 2K. Can't wait to get that going uh, when the game comes out. Very excited for that. And guys, you know the deal. Uh, we also taking sponsorships here on the BCP. Uh, thank you guys for all the support thus far. Very excited about all that as we continue to grow. And thank you guys again for following in the comments. Like, so share, subscribe. Shameless promo at Bob Culture Pod on Twitter. But let's get to the main event herself, the goodest sister, Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. So uh, cool. So this is the biggest month. <laughs> oh my god. You got so much going on, girl. Own it. Dude, Own it. Slaying it. Slaying okay, it. Okay, so this was stop one. This was stop one. The VCP was stop one. <laughs> this weekend, we're going to Queens. Wow, oh. we're going to the big event. And you know who they just announced the other day? Oh. They they announced the Undertaker. Mm. So I get to chill out with the Undertaker all day. Michael Buffer's gonna be there. Oh. Oh, Mia Yim's going to be there in her first post-WWE appearance, Ember Moon. So there's a lot of people going to be there. Athena Palmer, baby. Yes, so please get tickets. Please, please, please. Okay. Um, Then after that, we're going to Warriors. You asked The Undertaker when he was mean Mark Callis. Ask him about being in the skyscrapers because I want to know. Okay, so can you text me that? I will. Don't worry. You'll get it. Okay, text me that and then remind me. Yeah, okay. So now Warriors of Wrestling, we're going to talk about Rob's Girl because March 5th big event we have an event this is three I don't, know girlfriend. How, I don't know how you all are counting this is three did you all really film that this bad jesus mike so and you just this? got so much shit going on mike, mike's really drunk right now don't worry about it okay so who's on this show marina shapir is on the show brutus beefcake is on the show alex garcia uh, is on the show Gracias. you know what Bill? future I mr so cool no, Daniel Garcia is not on the show. Oh, oh Alex Garcia is potentially the future Mrs. Scorpio's guy. Yes. Um, there's other people. On- oh, Layla Gray's on this show, and she is wrestling. The women's champion, Jade, my friend, who's champion 18 years old, who is the youngest champion of all Warriors Wrestling. And, of course, the vivacious one, Vicky, is defending her No Limits Championship. Ooh. Yes, Rob, I'll put her over since you won't. Rob knows. Whoa, her. hey now, don't do not do that to me. Yes. Rob, Follow Rob. the vicious one. Come on now. Oh, there you go. All right, so now number four. So this Been is putting her over big. for years. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes will go unsaid. Go for the next four. one, Kimmy. Four. You know where we're going next week? We're going to Atlantic City because I and the director and the producer for the MAC Basketball Championship upset during this podcast. Iona lost with four seconds left. Rick Pitino goes down. The standings Parker, are... Rick Pitino. Yes, Rick you Pitino. You didn't do anything for the Knicks in 89, buddy. Listen, I met him for the first time. He's a 
interesting human being but yeah so i'll be there all week kind of scared you know espn ah but yay history there's only four girls going which i found really interesting i was like damn look at us taking over sports media so then from atlantic city we're going all the way to albany new york where i'm hanging out with bray freaking wyatt trish stratus tori wilson um layla gray is also gonna be there caitlin's gonna be there May Valentine's gonna be there. Right, yeah. Sarah Logan's gonna be there. I'm really just trying to think. So that's I'm only. running out of fingers. <laughs> I'm oh, only on five. She's <laughs> gonna lose so uh, Detroit Rock City. You better hurry up. Yeah, so that's a sh- I'm sorry. Oh, so no. that's your piece. Spike. Okay, so that showcase of Legends in Albany. So then, you know, spring break, yay. And then there's another week. And then we're going to Philly, which I don't know why you're all not going to Icons of Wrestling because Onita's going to be there. All oh, right. Yeah, I might have to go. Yes, you will because the New Age Outlaws are going to be there. Uh, Tony, uh, Storm, Tony Storm's going to be there. Oh, um, okay. all right. Yes. Okay, the Hardy Boys, are, there, there's a lot of people. Santana Ortiz are going to be there. So y'all might want to go to the old ECW arena because I'll be there working go with Miranda Alize. What? Go to Tony Luke's for the cheesesteaks. They're great. Okay. So I'll be there with Mer- uh, Miranda Alize, Sky Blue, Lance Archer, Nyla Rose. We're going to have a good time. You know, we're going to vibe. Her Nyla then- Rose is hilarious. So. Oh, I know. I've met her already. Yes. She's a quite lovely human being. And then we are going to Dallas. I'm so excited. I might. Like, I think I think the big thing is I've been counting down for a year and a half for this trip, and we're actually doing this. this is insane. We're going to WrestleCon. We're going to Impact. We're going to WrestleMania in probably the worst card ever, and I'm just going to cry. I cry to Bill every day when I find out. with Amanda. I will. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to hang out with Amanda. I'm going to hang out with Ella. I'm going to see all my wrestling people, and I'm just going to be like, this is field work, teachers. I'm sorry I am missing your class. Not awesome. that it's a or anything, but besides all that, I do Four. and bill is so grateful for everything i'm doing for the pop break i am and and we don't care what my teacher says because i'm done right. Right. no i'm saying it because i don't care because all my future stories will be going exclusively on the pop break because next week i believe next week the pop break's getting hot mess with our exclusive interview which i'll be great I'm telling you, when you read it, it's the best thing I've ever read for you. Rob hates all. Yeah, of I'll agree. It's good. No, I love yeah. this, man. It's, it's what it's all about. Does it, you, you, you just call this the pop break show. I'm all about it. Please. Um, actually, Mike, did you get the email I sent you yesterday? Anyway, that's no. off the record. Let's let's move that off the podcast. So, Rob, send us home, buddy. Wow, I take it home, bro. Okay. Take it home, Rob. Oh shit! I'm sorry, Kimmy. I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were done. Oh, no. I thought she was done too. Never mind. I, no. Follow oh, Kimmy on Twitter. Kimmy, where Never done. She's got nine million things. Kimmy, where can people find you on Twitter? Where? Where? Kimmy underscore circle S O K O L. Where can people I, find Kimmy Toss Wrestling? On YouTube. Wow. Good show. Good show. <laughs> are we ra- you guys are we are we cutting it? Are we giving it the Well we're about to hit that. I guess so. You got something to you got something else? Can we go ahead real quick? I apologize. No. Yeah, okay. Guys, hitting that three hour mark. Thank you for everyone that has stayed with us so far, guys. Three Enjoy hours. the pay-per-view AEW Revolution this Sunday, eight o'clock on Fight TV. Order it up, guys. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive. 
Take care of each other. We out. Peace.